Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Dadon Tolbert Show. I am your host, Dadon Tolbert. Uh, I started to say Beauty Shop Talk Wednesdays, but this is a, you know, obviously you guys are used to hearing Beauty Shop Talk, where, where we focus specifically on issues that women are passionate about. Uh, as you know, we do, you know, what we have done over the last, what now, wow, five years, really I want to say four years, because we started Barbershop Talk about a year into the show. Um, a pretty good idea that we've had, and uh, you know it stuck and became pretty popular. But what we're going to do is the first ever tonight barbershop edition of Beauty Shop Talk Wednesdays. I know that's a lot, you know what I mean, but just you know what I mean. Go, go with it. What we're going to do tonight? We got the fellas here. We got the barbershop talk panel, the crew. You know we're here, and and we we came together tonight because while this show is, you know, historically, you know, has been specifically designed to help African-American women uh, find love, uh, deal with any issues that they may struggle with uh, that are preventing them from living the life that God ultimately has for them, you know, and really just to give, uh, you know, a male perspective. That's what we're here for. That's what we do. Uh, Every so often we'll do a a show specifically catering to the women, uh, talking about some of the issues that men struggle with, talking about things that we as men can do better. Um, Tonight's topic is uh, nothing short of how to love a black woman the right way. You know, I said online earlier, my advertisement earlier today was, you you know, you you turn on your TV, you turn on the, you know, go to the movies, you open up the newspaper, watch the news, whatever it is, you know, you're seeing images, you know, not so flattering images of, of, you know, black men. You know, you don't hear, you don't see, you know, the stories of the men out shopping for engagement rings, the men talking to their homies trying to figure out what they can do to put a smile on their woman's face for Valentine's Day or for her birthday and things like that. You know, going to just, you know, picking up some flowers on the way home, you know, planning out the trips to, you know, to the Poconos or to Vegas or to Miami or, you know, wherever it is that, you know, lovers go. And that's what we want to do tonight. We're going to focus tonight on on how to love a black woman. And, and I say black woman because, you know, as we all know, you know, we, we as men love our black women. That's what we're here for. Um, but, you know, black women are unique. You, black women are special. And, you know, they, there is a, there's a lot that goes into specifically loving an African-American woman that may be different from, say, an Asian woman, a white woman, and things like that. So that's what we're here for tonight. We're going to start it off. I'm going to go ahead and introduce the panel of, uh, of uh, you know, of the fellas here. Courtney has the night off. She's going to, you know, listen in. I'm sure she'll be in the, the Friends of the Dayton Tolbert show group, uh, you know, chatting it up. Uh, before before I introduce the, the, the you know, the panel of, of, of men tonight, two things. I want to congratulate this week's Friends of the Dayton Tolbert show, uh, member of the week, award winner that went to Aaron. If you guys are in the group, everybody knows Erin. You know who she is. You see what she contributes. And and I said I said online, I said in the group, but I just want to publicly congratulate her and just say that, you know, over the last ten years, I've counseled hundreds of women. I've I've interacted with thousands of women. Um, you know, just on a advice level and seen some people, seen some phenomenal stories. Uh, but, you know, Erin is very unique. You know, we we still work together. Where she's very unique um, in that she she got it. She's I I don't think I've seen a transformation of that magnitude in such a short amount of time. She has a way to go. She's you know what I'm saying we're still working, but she I don't think I've ever 
you know, seeing someone go from where she was emotionally, physically, mentally, to where she is now, on fire for God, you know, uh, the epitome of respectability class, you know, frequently up- updates her statuses and shares inspirational messages and things like that, specifically designed to be a blessing to others and, you know, for no other reason and just to glorify God. That is you know, exactly what the group is all about. That's what I'm all about. It's just about uplifting people, helping people, and being a blessing. So she, she epitomizes that, which is why she is this week's Friends of the Day on Torbert Show member of the week. I, I've lost track at this point. I think we're on like five or six, you know what I mean? She's probably like the sixth or fifth winner um, so far. And congratulations to all the past winners. You know, if you're newer to the, you know, to the show, Every week, usually on Sundays, we, we announce, uh, you know, someone who's deserving for uh, for this week. So congratulations to her. Uh, next up, uh, just order of business. want to thank everyone who made uh, Tuesday, or excuse me, what was it, Monday Night Show. In my opinion, one of the best ever, one of the most informative ever, ever, and one of the highest rated ever. People are still listening to it. You're still sharing the links. You're still telling your friends to go check out this show. You're going back listening to the archives. You're downloading on iTunes where we have over 2.5 million downloads over the last couple of years. So I just want to say thank you to everyone who tuned in for that show where we really did an in-depth character analyzation of of Lance Gross's character, uh, Journey Smollett's character, um, you know, just everybody associated with the film, the plot, the storyline, the ins and outs, why different things happen, what are some things that could have been done to avoid certain things happening, as well as um, just from a general perspective, how the characters illustrate what is going on on a large scale out here in in the world, you know what I'm saying, in, specifically in the black community. There are a lot of Bryce's out there. There are a lot of Harleys out there. There are, <laughs> believe me, there are a lot of Judas out there. So if you missed that particular show, that you know, it's it's, it's the featured show right at DayonTolbertShow.com. Just go there, check it out when you get some uh, when you get some time. Let's go ahead. Uh, without further ado, because we're not going to be here all night tonight. Definitely not going to be here till midnight. But I really just wanted to take a little bit of time this evening to um, really, like I said, talk about. You know, what are some things that we as black men can do to, one, be an example to other black men who may struggle with certain things in regards to how to love a black, you know, a woman? Uh, and, and, you know, and just um, put a smile on the ladies' faces tonight, man. You know what I mean? For all the ladies out there, what about the men, Daydon? What about the men? Well, here you go. Let's let's go let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, tonight's show is brought to you by Talbert Relationship Counseling. Check us out at trctoday.com. First up, uh, first uh, panelist, my man, the first ever friend of the Dayton Tolbert Show, member of the week award winner, my man Lewis. Lewis, what's going on with you? Hey, Dayton, thank you for having me back on the show again. I look forward to getting into it with the fellas. I thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for bringing me back here again. And uh, this is, I think, this is a, a, a just an excellent topic tonight. Excellent. Yes, yes. It's funny, man. It's usually when you hear the fellas, we're we're here to weigh in on our perspective as to things that we are seeing out here in regards to women, or things we would like to see out here uh, in, in in black women. So it's definitely a good chance. Which is, don't get me wrong. So, you know, last well, last night I rebroadcasted a classic barbershop talk Tuesdays of of you know the, with the fellas talking about women who struggle with daddy issues. You know, and some things that you guys can do to uh, to deal with them, 
why they come about, um, how we perceive women when we pick up on them. So, that, you know, it's classic information, but we're going to totally reverse it tonight and um, and get into it with the fellas. So good to have you here, Lewis. Uh, second up, my man James is back tonight. James, man, how are you feeling? Hey, Don, fellas, man, it's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate you for inviting me on tonight. Uh, you got a great topic, and I look forward to getting into it. Cool, man. Let's do it. I'm, I'm, I'm just at this point, man. Let me just tell y'all, like, I'm so excited about the direction that this show is going. It's, it's uncomfortable, you know. It's never any nervousness or just. It's just. It's fun. It's great. It's a blessing to be able to do this. You know, before I was like, I, I kind of felt like I was trying to establish myself. I felt like I was trying to work towards something. Now I'm just kind of in cruise control, really just trying to put on some classic shows, man. Just do shows to to be there. That'll be around forever that you guys can say, wow, that was another classic show. This was a classic show. And I feel like tonight is going to be one of those nights, man, one of those shows that will go down in history. In fact, we've done, this isn't the first time, guys. Don't think that this is the first time. If you Google how to love a black woman the right way, you'll hear you know, several you'll see several other of those these exact same topics pop up, but maybe from a couple of years ago, from three years ago, from a year and a half ago. So this is you know it's definitely needed. Um, you know, again. But uh, last up, man, I see my man Marv is here. Marv, what's going on, man? How you, how you doing tonight? All right. Good evening, brother Daydon, uh, Lewis, James. Pleasure to be back on the show. I'm just as excited as everyone else to discuss uh, a topic that. Um, will celebrate and, and, and embrace our black women. You know, this is a, a topic that um, is dear to my heart because, you know, I'm emotionally connected to my women. So anything that I can do uh, to better prepare these women out here um, to be better wives and to ultimately be, ultimately be a wife to a great man, you know, I'm all for it. Absolutely, man. And, and you know, I'm, I'm excited about tonight because – what we have here is is interesting. I, just so you guys know who you're talking to, obviously I'm married. I've been married. It'll be three years in. Wow, man, time flies. That's crazy. Three years in July. Seems like it was yesterday. Um, Marv is single. James is single, and Lewis is single. So it's you're gonna you're gonna get some very different perspectives from you know, in my opinion, some of the best men out there on what can be done, what should be done. To love black women, all right, the right way. Let's start off with Lewis, man. Lewis, when you, you know, when you hear that, okay, when you hear how to love a black woman the right way. First of all, before we even jump into that, would you agree with the fact that the media really doesn't show or do a good job of showing, what, you know, just how we we feel, giving an accurate depiction of the things that go on in our minds as far as what we would like to do for that special woman. How do you how do you feel when you look at the media's uh, depiction of us as black men? Uh, I agree with you, Dana. I mean, I, mean I, I, I love my black women. I do. I really do. And, you know, when I see, when I watch these shows and, and see these movies, it's it's not really accurate, you know how they have how the, the kind of guys that they have on there and the kind of things that they say to their friends and the way they think. Um, it's it's certainly not the way I think, you know. I just I I just don't I I, I get it because it's, it it doesn't sell uh, to have it the right way, but I'm telling you the right way is what women need to know how we feel about them that we love them, you know we. We we want to appreciate them. We want to value them. We want to to just value them beyond sex. 
unlike what the media shows, you know, that guys just trying to figure out how to how to get in bed with somebody. Um, tonight the women will find out just you know just how much we appreciate them and, and no don't don't believe everything you see on TV. That's why it was a great show last night. I mean that's why I, I appreciate when they don't breaks it down like that. I mean because it, it that filter needs to be out there so women can see that uh, all that foolishness they see on TV is not how we think. Right. It's 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 not how we think. It's not even a little bit of how we think. Matter of fact, James, man, let's go to you. Well, you know, what is is not what is not being shown? Like when you think of how you have loved a black woman, how you would like to treat your black woman. Like what what's the difference? What are you? What would you do versus what we're not seeing out here uh, portrayed by the media? Right. You know what they done, man. I, you know, you, you hit the you hit the nail on the head, man. There are very few. Um, I mean, if you just think about it in a general sense, there's very few positive African-American relationships on television, man. Um, usually what we see are um, the black men and the black woman arguing all the time, consistently butting heads, um, consistently not being on the same page. And, um, you know, the media portrays a lot of black men as players. Um, they They want America to think that there aren't, black men out here that are looking for wives. There aren't black men out here that know how to take care of their wives. There aren't black men out here that don't know how to take care of their children. When the fact is there are many good black men out here that are just waiting for that opportunity to meet that special lady so that they can shower the love and the affection and the attention and the adoration on this woman. Um, And so, you know, like I said and like Louis said, um, ladies, be careful of what you see on TV. Be careful of what you hear from many of the bitter women that have made bad decisions. There's some great men out here that are that are just waiting to give you the world. Right, right. I mean, that's, man, I heard a young woman say, and I, could, I just happened to shake my head, you know, a young woman said, you know, men of today aren't trying to settle down like that. And I said, if only she knew, if only she knew, that's what all black men want. Everybody wants a wife. Everybody's trying to settle down. Don't believe the hype. Even the men who are acting like they don't want to settle down, even the men who are out there in the clubs, at the end, and I was one of them, okay? Nobody, nobody's partying more than me, okay? I, I was partying three, four, five nights out the week at one point, you know, for a, a long period of time. And even in that period, I was still looking for that wife. I was still looking and searching for what I have today. And so understand, ladies, now, now, is everybody always in the, you know, the, the maturity level needed to maintain that, you know, that relationship? That went, No, absolutely not. That's why we just did a show the other night on the three stages that men go through, the dog stage, the player stage, and the ready-to-settle-down stage. But please don't confuse that from a mental standpoint that these men aren't always keeping that in the back of their mind as far as, wow, man, you know, I'll be 35 one day, I'll be 40, and I can't wait to be. Because, see, I was, I, even I was in the dog stage, even I was in that player stage, okay? But the, I always had my eye on the prize, which is what I have now. And I love showering my wife. I love showering my daughter. I love doing different things. And, and, and that is what real men do. That's what elite men do. They, they wake up every day trying to better them, themselves and as well as be a better man for their wives, for their families, you know, and, and to the community. Don't think that just because you don't see those men, you don't hear. There's a reason why, guys, you don't hear shows like Barbershop Talk Tuesdays 
on BET or on on NBC or ABC in prime time. You guys think that's a coincidence that I'm not somewhere other than right here that someone else isn't, you know what I mean, doing what I there's a reason for that. Okay? The media, the government, the powers that be, they want you to think that we're only drug dealers, thugs, hustlers, killers, uneducated gay Whatever it is, that's what they want you to think. But that, but understand, we are here, and it's all about having faith in God that He can bless you with that man who you go to sleep every night and pray for. Mark, what are your thoughts on all this? Yeah, great responses by everyone. Um, just real quick, I mean, I think uh, you know it's not in the media in the media's best interest uh, to promote good black men or to um, you know promote um, these types of men that that would make great husbands to, to these women out here. Um, uh, you know, I just look at shows like the Cosby show has been on for a while. And when that show ended, it just seemed like, you know, a lot of things were put in place to kind of add to the demise of, of our, of our community. Um, and just to make matters worse, I mean, you know, from a financial perspective, you know, it's, it, we are the ones who go out there and spend so much money and so much, you know, attention to the negative, uh, uh, portrayal of our people So um, I think we have to Have some sense of accountability um, As to the direction that uh, is, is That we're going uh, But you know obviously the media Plays a big role in that You know they're going to continue to put out Information that is going to make them money um, While at the same time You know it's it's like uh, re- Reinforcing their master plan Which is to pretty much divide us And ultimately eliminate us, in my opinion. So, you know, as long as, you know, they portray us as as the thugs and as long as they suggest that, you know, good black men are, are, are virtually non-existent, which it, it, it really looks that way. It really looks that way. When you look at the fact that, you know, there's just an abundance of independent black women out here who are just doing their own thing, making their own money, you know, shout out to them. That's great. You know, I mean, you look at corporate America, they're more likely to, you know, give black women raises and promotions than they are to heterosexual black men. I mean, look at homosexuality. It just seems like there's a lot of emphasis and attention paid, um, you know, paid toward, uh, 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 you know, homosexuals um, and independent black women. So it just seems like when you look at the biggest, the overall picture, you know, where are these men? Like, where are the good black men besides the four that's on this panel? It's like, you know, I, when I go out on a daily basis, you know, if I'm not seeing a gay man or if I'm not seeing, you know, a woman out here who's just doing her own thing and has that image of I don't need a man, or if I see, a, a, you know, men out here just, just chilling at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, you know, with bottles in their hands, just, just, just wasting time. You know, I mean, it's just a sad thing when you really think about it. And, uh, uh, you know, I think having a forum like this is important because, you know, we need to put that reminder out there to these women who have lost hope that, um, you know, in fact, all hope is not lost. Like, there are good black men out here. Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Guys, I understand if you just joined us tonight, we're talking. This is a, a special barbershop edition of Beauty Shop Talk Wednesdays. Uh, well, we're just really focusing it on the women tonight. Ladies, you're welcome to call in. Fellas, you're welcome to call in with any comments, questions, feedback, 646-200-0366. Going to the phone lines probably in about another 10, 15 minutes. So hold your comments, hold your calls, and, um, and press 1 on your keypad, and we'll open up the lines at around about 945 uh, around there. We'll take a couple calls. Um, well, I, I want to start tonight off with, I want to read something to you. This is a poem that I wrote. It's funny. 
Hey, you know how I, I post different things on Facebook, different status updates, you know, different relationships. It started out like that, but it, it kind of developed into an actual poem. And um, a lot of you don't know I write poetry, but um, it, it, it's entitled Black Men. Black men, love our women. Stop playing games with our women. Respect and protect our women. Stop bogging our women. Stop impregnating and running out on our women. Stop driving into the arms of white men, our women. Stop lying, denying, and not obliging our women. But most of all, black men, love, cherish, and appreciate our beautiful black women. So that's it. Not you know what I'm saying, not anything long, not anything drawn out, but just very short and sweet, um, expressing what we as black men need to do for and with our black women. So what's any thoughts on the issues talked about in that in that particular poem? Go ahead, Lewis, you're on now. Okay. Uh, could you repeat that? It was breaking up really bad. I couldn't Sorry. hear you. I couldn't question. Go ahead. I was just saying, did, did, were you able to hear the poem that was written? Oh, yeah, yeah, that poem, that was that was a great poem. I mean, I, it, about real, it really did sum it up. I mean, that was, that was just great. What do you think about the issues expressed? Well, uh, it, it, it's bad that, you know, we you got so many men out there, you know, that don't, you know, value black women. And I'm talking about black men. I mean that that will use a black woman that doesn't appreciate her, that doesn't value her. Um, you know, they just think about you know trying to get her in bed. It's a, I mean, there's there's so much to a black woman. There's so much beauty to her as a person. Um, there's a lot more going on with her than just you know trying to get her in bed and and you know trying to be a player and all that foolishness. And it's just it's just completely they just and and you got these men out to here that they don't you know they they don't take care of their children you know they don't uh, they and they know the children are theirs and they don't love them they don't take care of them um, all these you got these women out here that are hurting out here and you know you just got these kind of men that they just don't care and like it was stated earlier um, it creates this 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 image that. You know that all black men are that way, and and I, and I really do hope that, that those ladies are listening tonight, um, and ladies out there, if you have friends that you talk to and, and you hear them saying things like that, um, you know, it, let them listen to the show. Tell them about. Let them listen to this show in the archives because it's just it, it's just really bad, and that that poem really summed it up. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. It's 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 deep stuff, man. I don't know. What, I forget exactly. It's from a couple of years ago. I forget exactly what was going on at that at that point when you know I, when I sat down and, and wrote that. But um, it's real. You know, the issues are real, and everything in there is is what you see every single day um, out here. Unfortunately, uh, playing from the games. You know, in fact, we talked a little bit about on on Monday night when we talked about the movie Temptation. Uh, ironically. You know, uh, Judith's character said she didn't feel protected, she didn't feel safe, you know, when in reality she had a good man and she just didn't know how to appreciate him. But, you know, the the reality is that in in the real world, there are a lot of women out here who rightfully so don't feel safe, rightfully so don't feel protected by their fathers. They don't feel 
feel protected in their marriages, in their relationships. These men want to be in the streets. They want to be playing games. James, any thoughts on, on that epidemic? It's an excellent comment, man. Um, you know, in my dealings with women and some of my research, I, I found out that um, protection is one of the number one things that women seek out in a husband. They want someone that's going to be there to protect them physically, that's going to be there to protect them and their reputation. They need leaders. They need men that are going to step up and that are going to be consistent in the home and that are going to be consistent in the relationship. And um, your poem, man, it, you know, it, it really is hitting on a lot of what's going on out here. There's just a lot of men that are that are halfway in relationships. Um, they're playing a lot of games with these women, and and the reality is, you know, women women aren't built to play games. They're not. Their emotions aren't built to play games. Their emotions are built are built to be in stable relationships. And so we as men, we you know, we really have to step it up. We really have to learn how to be the leaders in the home. We need to learn how to be the leaders in the relationship um, because that's what our black women need. They need men that are going to be consistent. They need men that are going to be there for them. They need men that they can depend on, not men that are going to play games and are going to be sometimey. Right, right. Now that's it, man. You know, uh, impregnating and running out on our women. Driving into the arms of white men are our women. That's deep, man. Mark, when you when you hear that, we funny. We were just talking about you know interracial dating and things like that, man. What do you think when you see, you know, and you know there are a lot of good black men out here, but a lot of women, black women specifically, are are turning to white men, to Asian men because they feel as though there are no good, you know, their experiences have shown them that or, or have led them to believe that there are no good black men. What would you say to uh, those particular women who do that or feel that way? Um, I mean, overall, um, I have no issue with interracial dating. I mean, my thing about that is, you know, if you're meeting somebody who just happens to be a different race and, you you know, you fall in love with that person because of who he or she is as a person, I have no, I have no problem with that. I mean, I, you know, I have, no, I have no problem with that at all. But if you're, you know, if your reason for dating someone who's interracial um, is because you feel that there are no good black men left. I mean, that's that's something I can't agree with. You know, I mean, obviously that that doesn't make any sense at all. You know, considering the fact that if that were the case, you know, the men on this panel would not would not exist. The people that I know offline wouldn't exist. So that logic alone is just, in my opinion, a, a cop out. You know, um, I mean, there's definitely a lot of reasons why black women out here decide to ultimately throw up the white flag and, you know, date white men for whatever reason. Um, uh, you know, and that's just something that, you know, us as eligible black men, we just have to accept because, um, again, when you go back to the media's portrayal of black men, um, you know, it's, it's a sad sight. It's definitely a sad sight. And just from my years that I've spent overseas, you know, the, the image of the black man was, was what they saw on the news, whether it, if it was us behind bars or just acting a fool, you know that's all they knew. So I mean, it's it's, it's a it's a global epidemic, and on a on a on a national level, you look at black women feeling that um, you know there's just no uh, you know there are, there's just no options out here. And um, you know, I mean, the players out here, we we don't make it <laughs> we don't make it uh, any better, you know. Um, but at the same time, you know, a man is only is only going to do what a woman allows him to do. So, you know, players wouldn't be in existence if it weren't for these women out here 
who allow the men to play them. So, I mean, I think, you know, everyone needs to hold themselves accountable to a certain degree. And, um, you know, I think we just need to throw that logic, that, that nonsense away about black men, good black men not being in existence because that's just ridiculous. Absolutely, absolutely. It's funny, man. That one of the first and the last thing that I said in that poem, uh, it, it, it spoke to honesty, and that's kind of where the next direction I want to go in uh, with tonight's show on 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 how to love a black woman the right way. First thing I said in that one was, uh, st- you know, stop playing games. And and men, and I, you know, we, we talk a lot about the games that women play, and you know, there'll be there's a time and a place for that because they definitely do exist. But tonight, you know, we got to be honest, and there are a lot of men who, unfortunately, I, I want to dig a little bit deeper real quick into why these games happen. Because you hear it's like, oh, she's playing games or he's playing games. But it's like, why are the games being played? And I can, and from a male standpoint, I can absolutely say that the reason why a lot of these games are being played is because the man is not, has not made up his mind as to what direction he wants to go with that woman. Or he maybe he has, but his immaturity, like he say, okay, this is someone I just want to smash, all right? Because you guys know when we meet you, we put you into one of two categories. It's either wife or potential sex partner. So assuming he's put you into the category of sex, but for whatever reason, he's determined that in order to get that sex, all right, he's got to front, he's got to lie, he's got to manipulate you into thinking that he wants a future with you. And depending on how good he is at that game, it can it can really do a number on on these women out here. So I, you know, that's why I said that because I get it. I was one of those guys at, at one point in my life, you know what I mean. And a lot of men will. So that's why I said stop stop playing games with our women. And the last thing that I said is, you know, uh, love, cherish, and appreciate our black women. Stop lying, denying, and 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 not obliging. Our black women, because that's that's really where it comes from. Because when I said denying, where that comes from is, you know, they'll get what they want, what they've been trying to get the whole time, which usually ends up being sex. And then after the sex, you know, you you got the uh, the, what I call uh, the Kane syndrome, you know, for men to society. He's like, oh, that baby ain't mine. What are you talking about? I don't, you know, I'm just we were just kicking it. I don't, we're not anything more. This is we're just friends. But that's not what he was saying. Up until the whole time he was trying to get in your pants, you know, James. What you know about that 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 cycle? You know what I'm saying? The it's like we meet the woman. It's like uh, we don't. Which way do we want to go with it? Once we finally get it, then it's like, you know, it's like a train wreck waiting to happen. You you ever see anything like that? You know what, Dana? I've seen it, and you know, I you know, I'm sad. To, you know, to be honest with you, I've been I've been one of those guys that has done that in the past. Um. I think you know, in a perfect world, man, um, it would be it would be a situation where if a guy wasn't really feeling a girl, he would be honest with her, he would be straightforward with her, and let her know, you know what, this isn't going to work out. Um, you know, I think we should part ways. But you, I, and and, and the fellas know that this that's not the world that we live in, and there are many men out here that even though they are not 100% um, into a woman, they will continue to string her along, and they will continue to to blow her head up and to make her think that the relationship is 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 going in a positive direction when the whole time they know there there's there are doubts in their minds and other uh, ladies need to realize that that's a reality you know for a lot of women and and that's what a lot of these men out here do there are men out here that see nothing wrong with stringing one or two women you know women along you know and 
And it's sad, but that's the reality. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's deep stuff, man. Hey, Lewis, any uh, quick thoughts on on that epidemic, that that cycle? Oh, that's that's it's just a, it's just a destructive cycle, you know. And all it ends up doing is is just leaving women broken and, and creates a whole lot of trust issues. And in return, because of those trust issues, when a woman does meet a guy, um, those insecurities are going to cause her to start playing games. You know, to try to she's going to start inter- she's going to filter her experiences with him through what happened to her before. And it's just a bad cycle because the man will, he plays those games and once he gets what he wants from her, he's done with her and she just gets discarded, you know, like a like a disposable camera. And then she meets another guy and if he's, if his mind is not right and he wants the same thing, then it just happens over and over. And, and woman, the black woman is the one that suffers because you take this this black woman and she's already damaged and she meets this other guy and goes through that all over again and she just completely loses trust. So it's just a destructive cycle. Yeah, man, it's it's crazy out here. It's funny, man. I wanna I wanna share something with y'all, man. Like I, I give I did a uh, a blog back in the day. Actually, I write for several magazines. In fact, real quick, quick plug. My Ask Day Down Advice column is, can be found in Urban Celebrity Magazine, which is one of the hottest men's magazines around in the country. So you can, you know, I'm not sure exactly where it is, what cities it is, but, um, you know, I'll have the link on my website. It's on newsstands newsstand, news in, in various places across the country. So uh, look out for that, you know, coming to a city near you uh, in a couple of weeks. I'll keep you posted, though. Uh, but one of the, one of the uh, articles I wrote one time was specifically entitled Dating Advice for Men. All right, and and a lot of this stuff that we're going to talk about tonight was it was found right in that article, and uh, it really I post some of it on Facebook as well as in the group. But one of the first things I said to the fellows was, "Fellows, be honest and upfront with these women." Okay, be honest. A lot of you know, and even even when I was in the height of my player stage, when I was in the club, when I had multiple women, it's a funny thing. Like I've never been a liar, per se. You know, I was one of those guys that would tell you, like, oh, where, who were you with? You were with your little girlfriend. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I was out last night. Yeah, well, I was hanging out with a friend of mine. Like, oh, what did y'all do? <laughs> Don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, let it, I let it be left up to them as to whether or not they would like to continue in that interaction with me. I, I'm not going to lie to you and say, oh, no, I, I, I didn't answer your call because I fell asleep on my mom's couch. Like, I'm not going to – for me, that would make me look like less of a man. So I was always honest. They might not have liked the answer that I gave, but it was what it was. So, and I would encourage more men to be honest. You know, give these women more credit. Um, a lot of women out here are okay with the truth. They would actually prefer the truth. And so, and it's, and to be honest with you, it makes you guys look less of men because it's like you're you're afraid of these women. You're afraid. It's like, oh, if you say you were out with another one, they're going to chastise you. Oh, no, I'm afraid to tell the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, be a man. You know, if that means she doesn't want to deal with you more, okay, well, then go get somebody else. It's not the end of the world. You know what I'm saying? Stop chasing these women. Stop sweating these women. And so be honest with these women. What I said was I said be honest and upfront because every man has a, a, a plan for a woman from the jump. Let your true intentions be known, even if they're purely sexual. 
I said, because after all, she may be cool with it. And if she's not, at least she'll respect your honesty. You know, and I think that in today's, I mean, I don't advise that. I don't advise that type of interaction, but I'm just saying, if, you know, as a man, if you know that's all you want, just say, hey, look, this is where I'm at in life. You know, and that is what it is. Marv, I mean, you, you know, I mean, you have, you know, we've had similar experiences over the years with, with women. You know, what, 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 how do you feel about honesty, even if is you, you know there's no future, you know all you want to do is smash? How, how do you speak to the importance of honesty in those situations? Yeah, man, honesty is the best policy, and it saves a lot of headache and heartache um, and, and just emotional um, damage. You know, I think, um, you know, personally, as I've gotten older, I've realized um, just how important, you know, just being straight up with a woman is. Um, and even if I look at that woman, I don't find her as wifey material, but yet she may be physically attractive or maybe giving off some sexual vibes. I mean, I'm just at a point in my life now where I won't even entertain her because I already know how I already know how that path is gonna is gonna end, how that story is gonna end. You know, once you 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 uh, you, you, you um, take advantage of the sexual attraction, you jump on that, and then when the act is actually done, just that feeling of you know regret. So I've already been there. So I would rather you know pass on that than to pursue it and then end up feeling miserable and regretful. And then on top of that, I mean, I already know how the woman is going to feel because you know women are emotionally wired. You know, uh, so you 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 approach a woman on that on that level, and then you know you pretty much take her her, her you know her, her value her valuable, and then she gets emotionally caught up. It's kind of hard for her to just turn it off, you know. Versus men, like men, we can just turn that on and off like it's nothing. But you know, a woman, you know, once she gives you that part of her, it's like you know she she just becomes so connected to you. So I just think it's important now that, um, you know, men are just more honest than, than ever. And just, you know, I mean, if, if if all you want is sex, like you said, if all you want is sex, then let the woman know. Um, you know, I've I've met women, you know, a couple of years ago where <clears throat> I wasn't looking for anything serious, and I would tell the woman, you know, I find you sexually attractive, and, you know, that's pretty much what it's going to be. And they would never call me back. Like, it was a wrap. So, I respected that. You know, I respected that about them. That just let me know that that's not what they wanted. And I don't know, did they respect me for that? Who knows? But at least they weren't in a position where, you know, they had another heartache to, to recover from. Oh, absolutely. I'll tell you a quick story. I was up in college. I won't put his name out there, but a friend of mine. Y'all think I'm real? Y'all think I'm blunt, like, in your face? Like, I just kind of go say whatever's on my mind? I had a homie, and, you know, when we would be bored, we'd be hanging out, like, on a Friday night, Saturday night, watching a game or something. He'd be like, hold on, put the TV on mute real quick. I'm going to call this chick up. Like, all right, man. So he would call up the girl, and, and, you know, he would be talking to her for, like, five minutes. And this would be somebody, say, he might have just met, like, first conversation, second conversation. He would be talking, have a regular conversation. Next thing you know, he would just come out the blue like, And he was he – was, uh, he had an accent, I'll just put it that way. And he always said it real real smooth, real real like suave and debonair. He would be like, Yo, have you ever been sexually satisfied? When was the last time you were sexually satisfied? And I'm just like, Yo, what? Like did he really just come out the blue and ask that? And and it seems so preposterous, it seems so like out of the blue. But the craziest thing is, this dude got so much sex. You know, this dude got he was just like a ladies man. And and what I'm saying is the ladies loved his realness. They loved his honesty. That's what was on his mind, so that's what he said. 
You know, some women look at him like, yo, are you crazy? But trust me, he got that worked a lot more times and had positive results for him more times uh, than it didn't. And so I'm just saying, you know, fellas, you know, listen to this advice, take this advice, be honest, whatever your intentions are, because we're not here. This show tonight, we're not here to preach to you. You know, I'm not here to, you know, I'm not here to preach. You know, you do what you do. You know, one of the, you know, if you notice, we we don't tell people what to do. Anything that we do is specifically designed uh, to answer questions that have been asked of me or us as a panel. You know, all these little advice, I, I get thousands of questions, you know, and have an email folder full of, full of them. So, you know, you know, people say, oh, you're judging. No, it's not about judging. It's about helping people who want answers. I do that in the form of the show, Facebook, advice questions, and things like that. You know, I don't get a lot of, I'll be honest, I don't get a lot of men asking me for my opinion. Now, we'll talk about stuff as men, but as far as asking for, that's why a lot, just so you know, not that I have to explain myself, but a lot of women say, well, what about the men? What about the men? Well, when I get thousands of questions from men, I'll give a whole heck of a lot more advice specifically designed to men. But because women are asking me, that's that's where I um, you know, come from. So, But that's just, like I said, so I'm not here to preach to the fellas. I'm just here to you know let y'all know, man, honesty is always, no matter how you look at it, the best policy. So, so there's that. Um, another thing that I'll that you know I think we can kind of move on uh, off that one, Lewis man. Now you look like a pretty 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 solid dude, man. Stay in the gym. It looks like one of the things I said to the to the fellas uh, in that article. I said, uh, you know, keep keep yourself up, man. You know, we just got in. We did a show on what was it last last Tuesday. The fellas were here on Barbershop Talk talking about the definition of a dime. Okay, what is a solid 10? What goes into that? We talked about it from a mental, physical, emotional perspective. But, you know, that physical was, was you know, that's something we spent a good, pretty good amount of time talking about, the importance of a woman keeping herself in shape, keeping that body right, eating right, getting that, that weave out, you know, just a lot of stuff like that. And um, so the same thing does go for the fellas. You know, we're talking about how to love a black woman. Well, if you're going to love a black woman, you got to love yourself. you got to take care of yourself. You gotta stay in the gym. So what I said is I said so in addition to being healthy so you can live a long lasting life together, every woman enjoys having something nice to look at. I said, get rid of that beer belly, get rid of that gut, and do a few crunches, do some put ups excuse me, push ups before you go to bed. Work out with your woman, if need be, you know what I mean? And let her know that you still find her sexy even if or even after she's put on a few pounds. These are all things that can that are that are essential to building and maintaining a successful, loving relationship, marriage with the woman who you love. All right. James, what do you think about that, the importance of that? Fantastic, fantastic remarks. Um you're definitely right. Just like men want um, a woman that they're proud, you know, they're proud to bring around other people. Women feel the same way, you know, and so um, I think it's very important that the men, number one, like you said, make sure that they're getting in the gym, make sure they're getting the exercise to take care of their bodies. But also, number two, um, I think it's important for us men to, you know, to, to work on developing good grooming habits, you know, making sure that, you know, that you're that you're taking the showers, making sure that your clothes look nice, your clothes, you're making sure that, you smell good, making sure that uh, you you are your best when you are around your woman. I'm not going to 
you know, not going to make too many more comments on this one, but I know there is a there's a scripture in the Bible in Ephesians five that um, that talks about men loving their wife in the same way that they love their body, and so um, you know that's a scripture in the Bible. You know, we should we should treat our wives the same way that we treat our bodies. You know, if we're taking care of our ourselves, then that means that we're going to reflect on how we're taking care of our women. And so, um, I think that's very important to men. Oh, absolutely. Matter of fact, Lewis, I was going to get a comment from you, man. What are your thoughts on it? How how important is that? Well, I was I was laughing at the uh, the, the, the beer belly thing you said, <laughs> but you know you you you're telling the absolute truth. I mean, it it shouldn't be one sided. I mean, it shouldn't be all you know that we expect women um, to do this and that, but then you know we just let ourselves go, and you know we just stop. You know, after you get the woman, you just you just stop. You know, my my belief is, you know, if 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 I'm you know treadmill is, is my thing, and if I'm hitting the treadmill uh, when I met her and while we're dating, then there's no reason for it to stop. You know, even even when we're in a relationship, even when we're married, um, because you know she don't need to be dealing with you know my high blood pressure. And, and all of that, you know, and, you know, like James was saying, you know, there's things that we can do, you know, to, especially when we are around that woman, I know that uh, she's going to, even though she's going to, 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 to love us uh, for what's going on in our hearts, it doesn't mean that we just, just stop taking care of ourselves. I mean, we still need to try to be, be in good health um, and share that with her. And also just, just, I mean, if uh, there's, there's a physical component, obviously. I mean, if she's, even though it's not just physically, if she's with me, she's probably attracted to me also. So I need to just continue to do those things that um, I know that, that make her feel good about me physically. Yeah, that's it, man. Matter of fact, Marv, I know you, you, you know, you're always updating your status uh, about being in the gym, you know, co- you know, several times a week, man. How How important is that to you? Yeah, I mean, you can only demand what what you do of yourself. So, I mean, as a person who works out, I can only expect the same. And, you know, if I was eating cheesesteaks all day, you know, I'm in no way in a position to expect my woman to to stay in shape. So, um, I mean, I I do that as, you know, with, with the hopes that people will catch on and it will encourage somebody out there um, because, you know, during my moments of, of, of just chilling and not not being consistent. You know, I'll see somebody out there running or I'll drive past LA Fitness or I'll see something on TV that inspires me to want to get back into the gym. So uh, I've recently been inspired, and, um, you know, I wanted to just share that with with the Facebook world, and hopefully that will spark someone else's interest to do the same. Um, But, you know, like I said, I just feel strongly about my expectations in in a woman in regards to her physical fitness um there's really no no way that i can i could compromise that um because i mean i understand the importance of health i understand the importance of nutrition and i'm not saying that she has to eat rice cakes all day or you know just eat fruits and vegetables that's not what i'm saying because you know as long as you stay consistent with certain regimens you know your cardio things like that i mean you're you're allowed to cheat that's that's fine but i think women just need to be you know, more moderate and 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 what they and what they eat and things like that, and just be more conscious of of how they look physically, because at the end of the day, you know, in my opinion, no no man of of means, no elite man, no quality man is going to date a woman who's who 
who's just physically repulsive. I mean, that's just not, I haven't seen that yet. I don't know about anybody else on this panel, but I, I haven't seen it yet. I have not seen a man, you know, who I who I would probably classify or qualify as a good guy, you know, a man of means, a man of leisure, where he's just dating somebody who just, you know, who should, should be ashamed of themselves physically. So um, I think women need to keep that in mind before they shove that last Twinkie in their mouth. <laughs> hey man, and that's that's all we're asking. You know, I don't. We we did a show, um, you know, not too long ago on on how to on cater to you, where we dissected the lyrics of Beyond or what was it, Destiny's Child's song "Cater to You," which is a really great song, one of the best songs ever, actually, which really describes some things that women can do and should do for their man that they love. But that's you know a lot of that stuff you know, can be turned around and should be turned around for the fellas to, to really do for their woman. Um, working out, you know, you know, women know you know how it is. You feel yourself gaining the little pounds. Fellas don't if you see that, don't don't like, oh, when you gonna get in the gym, don't be like that. Be supportive. Work out with her. I work out with my wife, we work out together, my daughter, she does a little imitation of, you know, both of us doing little things. It's a big you know, big fun, you know, doing Zumba in the living room or whatever it is. So you know, those are things that can actually uh, bring two people uh, together. So there's that. Um, well, like I said, we're going to go to the phone lines, take a couple calls, see what's going on out here, 646 You know, fellas, if you have, uh, you know, stories or advice or, uh, you know, anything like that, uh, you know, ladies, you have questions or things that you would actually like to see uh, done, you know, in a relationship or maybe experiences with your elite man, your you know, maybe you're married. You know, we you know give us a call. Uh, hit the number one on your keypad if you have a question or comment. See a call here on the line from the eight one six area code. Welcome to uh, the Data on Tolbert show. Eight one six. Hello. Yes. Hello. Welcome. Yes, I'm here. Hello. Yes. Welcome. Did you have a question or comment? Um. Yes, I had a question. I wanted to know, um, far as the male's perspective, um, I know a lot of men go into that much immaturity phase um as far as like finances and everything um do you think like a man can't financially i mean be with a woman unless he's financially stable um i mean for me finances is not you know should not be a uh determining factor um in a, in any relationship or any potential relationship uh finances is one of those things where you know they will come you know, if you have a, a an ambitious man, you know, a good man, a quality man who has a supportive woman, you know, that you know, that's going to amount to what it needs to amount to eventually. You know, when I met my wife, she wasn't super financially, you know, successful. I wasn't, you know, either. But now we're doing pretty well, and uh, you know, that's just how that goes um, when you have two people. But you know, I think that uh, when a lot of times when men are not being honest, like what we're talking about tonight, uh, they have a tendency to use that as an excuse. They use that as a crush, saying, well, I'm not, you know, I want to chill. I want to wait until I'm in a better place financially. I want to wait until I'm uh, in, in a better place, you know, this and that. You know what I'm saying? That's that's BS because when a man truly loves a woman, when he wants to be a w- with a woman and he sees a future with that woman, he won't let anything or anybody stand in his way. And so I just encourage the ladies to not fall for that very, very, very popular excuse for when, uh, you know, for for men not wanting to really be with them. Does that answer your question? Yes, you did. 
All right, cool. Well, I appreciate you, Way. I know you've been holding for a little bit. Uh, let everybody know where you're calling in from. Um, Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri. Right, well, I appreciate the uh, definitely appreciate the call. That's funny, man. You hear a lot of women say that, and it's man, it's a uh, fear of being alone. It's an insecurity, self-esteem issues that will that will make those women stay and and believe that excuse. That's one of the biggest lies men tell. I'm working on my career. I'm focused on my career. I was focused on my career, too, when I met my wife. You know what I mean? Nobody was more busy than me. I was on a multi-city book tour. You know, I was doing a lot of different things, believe me. I didn't have time for a relationship. But the reality is, once I identified her as someone who was special, someone who was different, you're not going to let a great woman pass you by because of a career. No man in his right mind would do that. Now, if he does do that or he is in the process of doing that, it's because he just doesn't view you as that great woman. And so, the, you know, it's actually that actually leads me into a, another point that I have. Um, you know, fellas, don't you got to be content. You know, yes, you know, it's some things you want to be ambitious about. You want to always be striving for better, but sometimes it's important to say, all right, the buck stops here. I'm good. You know, I'm not going to keep hitting. I'm not going to. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to take that, that that additional wage. I'm just going to cash in my chips, hang up my player card, and, and call it a career. And sometimes you got to do that when you have the best possible woman. And it's about being mature enough to recognize that. Is anyone perfect? No, no one's perfect. But great women, as you know, fellas, are extremely rare, extremely rare. So the important thing is when you find that great woman, recognize her, appreciate her, and understand that you're not always going to get better. You know, somebody may look better. Somebody may have a better financial situation. Somebody may do whatever. But there's that that, that whole 80-20 rule, it's very much so true. You know, you, you know somebody that at 20%, you got to ask yourself, can I deal with their their flaws. Can I love them in spite of their flaws? If the answer to that question is yes, then you, you may want to just chill out and um, you know and settle down. Just being honest with you, man. Lewis, is that is that anything you can relate to, man? Like it's a lot of fellas out there. They they don't know a good woman when they see one. Oh man, they don't. Uh, I just say a couple things. One, um, if I was you know in a in a uh, kind of a transitional state. You know, if I was working part-time at Popeye's Chicken and I met a woman and she knew my situation and she didn't care and, and she, you know, she valued me and she, you know, was there and supportive of me, I would not, when you were talking about how hard it is, I was just shaking my head. I was like, oh, my goodness, it is hard. And there is no way that I would ever, if I, you know, met that right woman, there's no way I would ever use finances. Any guy that claims finances is the issue, that's ridiculous. I mean, if I, if she was, if she had the right heart and she, you know, knew what I was trying to do and she was supportive, I would hold on to her with everything. You know, and as far as like you were saying about career, I agree with that because, you know, in my field of social work, you know, I know a lot of people that are trying to do more and all of that, but, no, I've just reached the point now uh, in my life where, you know, there's really only one thing missing, and that's why I'm up, up here on the show, uh, you know, just sharing information, you know, with women and men about, you know, how much guys like us 
are looking for the right woman. But, no, I agree with you. Finances, any woman, I'm telling you ladies out there, any man that says you got to get his finances together, that's just ridiculous. Don't believe it. <laughs> it's ludicrous, man. Funny thing is, Marv, you're actually, you know, that's what you do, man. Like, you're you're a hustler, you're a worker, you're out there, you're career-minded. But let's be real, if you met that special woman, man, you know, you're, you're, you're going to do what needs to be done to make it happen. You have to. You have to, man. Life is too short. I'm 35 years old. Like, I'm I'm so glad that God put that, you know, that, that spirit in my heart to just stop, you know, stop playing games. You know, I'm glad that he did that now instead of when I'd be, you know, when I, if I was 55 or whatever. So, I mean, I, I know a lot of guys in their 50s still, still playing, you know, still doing it. But, um, I mean, it's just something that, you know, every man just has to come to that, uh, that that conclusion in her life, and uh, um, you know, I mean, this, I mean, these women out here are are waiting. You know, they're they're waiting. They're they're getting disappointed. You know, day in day out. Um, but at the same time, you know, if I met, like I said, if I was in a position where I, I ran into a a dime, and you know, she was supportive, and you know, let's say let's say she, you know, let's say she was making more money than myself. But she was humble about it. She didn't throw it in my face because that's the thing too. I mean, a lot of women out here, <clears throat> they feel like they don't need a man, and they meet a man who doesn't make as much money as they do. And you know, there's a lot of materialistic-minded women out here, so they feel like, well, what can he do for me? And the sad reality is, you know, there's a lot of women out here who think that way, and you know, that's that's. I mean, right there, that just limits, you know, our options, you know, in finding wifey material. I mean, yes, it's good to have that discernment and see that she's not really the woman for us. But when you, when you look at it overall, it just seems like that mentality is, is just becoming the norm out here. And even though, you know, from a numbers perspective, um, women outnumber men out here, I mean, that that doesn't really mean anything to me. I mean, you can, you know, that's, that's just quantity, in my opinion. I mean, I'm, look, I'm, I'm looking for quality. All I need is one. So, you know, if I find a woman and she has, a, she has herself together, <clears throat> which is what I expect, and she's humble about it, and she's willing to support me and, you know, help build my help build our empire. You know, that way we can leave a legacy for our kids. I'm definitely wiping that up. Oh yeah, man, that's that's it, man. That's that's what it's all about. That's exactly what it's all about. Leaving that legacy, um, building something. It's it, ladies understand, okay? It's not that he's afraid of commitment. It's not that he's he's afraid or intimidated by your success. And this is where the counseling comes, and this is what I do. This is what Courtney does for a living, trctoday.com. It's about helping you understand not the fact that you think you're a great woman, but understanding what is going on in his mind. How does he view you? Because I can promise you, if he views you as a truly great woman, you know, and, and, he, and he's not a psycho, not like a weirdo, a loser, then he's going to commit, you know, because the reality is that the best men, See, a lot of women, they want us to talk about the losers out here. I don't like to talk about what's not out here. I like to talk about what is out here. That's what today's show is about. This is about understanding that, you know, what do the best men look for? What can the best men do for you? What, are they, what do they want to do for you? How do they want to treat you, you know, when they love you, when they acknowledge you as a truly great woman? That's it. So please understand, if you're not getting the treatment that we're talking about right now, 
there's some serious self-reflection that needs to be done, I promise you. If you're in a not-so-good situation, a dead-end situation, you know, it's, it's a wrap. Matter of fact, speaking of that, and this is some advice to the fellas, fellas, make up your freaking minds, all right? It doesn't take you five years. Stop stringing these women along. Now, obviously, you know, I can't say that without saying, ladies, don't allow yourselves to be strung, strung along. But, you know, that being said, fellas, stop stringing these women along. Okay, if you know that, you know, you don't want her, if you know it's not going anywhere, I don't care if it's been two years, I don't care if it's been four years, don't keep her thinking that it's going to automatically somehow magically morph into, you know, a great situation. Don't make don't make it seem like the ring is coming when you know the ring is not coming. That's not fair, it's not cool, and, and at the end of the day, you're only wasting your time. You're making her emotionally unavailable, you know, for the, for someone who God could bless her with, you know. And but at the same time, you're, that's energy and time and money and emotions that could be used on someone who is ultimately right for you. You know, just just chill out with that, James. You know, you ever see that? I mean, just men stringing women along. I mean, a lot of times for no reason. You know what they don't? I see it so much out here, man. I'm, you know, I've actually been approached by. Um, a couple of women in their 40s in the last couple of weeks, man, and, and they're victims, you know, I'm pretty sure they're victims of that, of of uh, activity like that where they've been with a man that really wasn't, you know, serious about being with them for the long run, and they wasted they wasted their best years dealing with, you know, the dogs and the liars and the cheaters, man, and now that they're looking for love, I'm not going to say it's too late, but, you know, like I said, you, you wasted your best years with somebody that was not really um, – that was not really into you and that wasn't really serious about you when you could have just been preparing for the right man. And um, ladies like Daydon and the other fellows were, have been completely on point. When you are that woman that we've been praying for, when when you are that woman that we've been looking for and hoping for and praying for, um, when we're really into you, we, we will make the necessary um, transition. We will make the necessary changes in our life to accommodate you um, if that means a change to our work schedule, if that means a change to our finances, a change to our living situation, um, when you're that woman, you become a priority in our lives, and we will do everything in our power to make sure that um, you become the woman that we spend the rest of our life with. Yeah, I, I couldn't say it any better myself, ladies. So, so just fellas on, on both ends, fellas, do what you need to do, ladies. Don't if if he's not doing what he needs to do, love yourself enough to just you know just walk away. Let's uh, let's switch it up a little bit. Understand, guys, what we're talking about. Uh, you know, this is barbershop talk. You know, we're in the beauty shop, but the fellas have invaded it and made it barbershop talk here on a Wednesday night. The first ever barbershop edition of Beauty Shop Talk Wednesdays. I'm just you know I, I get creative, man. You know, we I mean what, it's, we're over a thousand shows. We're close to like fifteen hundred shows. At this point, five years, fifteen hundred. I mean, like, what, what else can we do? What else can we talk about? I got to get creative. You know, I'm trying to do different things. Uh, shout out to everyone who tuned in this, uh, the first ever Saturday Night Live on, on the Day Don Tolbert Show a couple weeks ago. I'm just trying some different things, man. Keep you guys interested. Keep giving y'all some uh, some different information in the realest way possible. So we, we in fact, speaking of uh, classic shows, we just did a show um, probably a few weeks ago, about a month ago at this point, on the importance for women cutting off their male friends, uh, non-platonic friends. That was really a good show, an informative show. Um, and, and, ladies, you, you want to do that, 
But that also is something that can go both ways. And so uh, this next post here in this article that I wrote um, was, fellas, and I'll post this on Facebook actually um, when I get a minute. I said, make sure your woman feels 100% comfortable around all of your female friends. Sometimes females can pretend to be to just be your friend knowing darn well they want more from you. Distance yourself from these types of women and introduce your woman to all of your platonic friends so they can develop a relationship with them or at the very least feel comfortable when you say that you've had contact with them. And 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 hopefully you guys get that. Hopefully that that's sticking in. Hopefully that's something that the fellas are okay with. Because we we come on fellas, we can't say, all right, I don't want you to have male friends who are non-platonic. Uh, I don't want you, you know, texting or doing different things, interacting with other men on a certain level. But you, you know, come on, you know, you guys know how it is. But we got our our little stable of women who we still keep in contact with on the love. That's not cool. You know, and so when it comes to loving a, a, a black woman, you've got to make her feel comfortable. It's a lot of women who you know, I say, well, do you? How do you feel about this man? Do you trust him? Like, well, no, it's you know, it's kind of he cheated on me, and you know, I, I you know, I still never recovered from that. Well, the reason she never recovered from that, the reason she nags you and she checks up on you, is because you're not doing what you need to do, fellas, to make her feel comfortable. And so that's that's real advice right there. That's real talk, man. Fellas, you and the fellas know what I'm talking about. You know, no nobody doesn't know what I'm talking about. They know what they can do. It's just a question of are they willing to do it? You know, Lewis, man, what are your thoughts on this? I agree with you hundred percent. You know, even the most Christ centered, down to earth, humble woman is gonna feel some jealousy if she sees if I have, you know, these female friends and they're calling me up and they're texting me, um, you know, and, and if there are people, I, you know, that I would hang out and do things with, and she never, they're kind of, you know, secret over here off somewhere, uh, you know, not to be discussed, she's going to feel some kind of way about that. I don't I mean, I don't care how good of a woman she is. So if there are uh, truly, genuinely non-Plutonic friends in the picture, then I agree with you 100%. You know, it, I I, they they should be cool. They should know what this woman means to me, and I should not. If 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 I can't comfortably tell them about her, then they shouldn't even be there. They should be just like I would if I had, uh, um, you know, male friends. They should be able to. I should be able to introduce uh, her to 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 uh, them or however you want to put it. And there shouldn't be a problem, like you said. If there's, uh, there shouldn't be any women that you know. If you know they kind of like you or whatever, and all of that, that that needs to be out. But no, that's a, that's a very good point you brought up. You know, she should never have to guess. You know, she should know. And if you can't, if I'm not comfortable enough letting uh, them meet each other, then that's a problem. Right. That's it right there. I mean, it's and, you know, right is right. You know, fair is fair. Let's you know, let's keep it honest. Let's you know what I mean. Let's do let's do our part. You don't want to don't want to be hypocrites. James, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, man. I tell the fellas get rid of these Olivia posts, man. Because uh, tell me, I, I you know I know quite a few married men, and and the reality is there are women out here that um, you know, all they're looking to do is is to get involved with a married man, and it's sad, but it's the it's the reality. And so 
I think, you know, every relationship is built upon trust. And, fellas, you know how you would feel if your lady had a lot of Facebook friends or your lady had a lot of coworkers that she was hanging out with and spending a lot of time with. You know how you would feel. And so if you are not comfortable with that situation, then you should not be putting your woman in that situation where she has to second guess how you're spending your time and who you're spending your time with. So, you know, all I can say to the fellas is just be careful. You know, be careful about these associations with women. Keep it professional. And, you know, you, you don't want your woman's life to be uh, harder than what it is. Yeah, man. I mean, that's <laughs> it's a lot of men out here, man. They think they're slick, man. They be out there creeping, setting up booty calls, texting, flirting on Facebook, poking, all types of stuff, man. That's that's not that's not cool. Uh, Marv, man, what, what are your thoughts on that? You know anything about that? <laughs> I don't know anything about Facebook being a Facebook Mac. No, nah, <laughs> yeah. man. I, nah, I do the Facebook Mac thing. I, I'll leave that to certain individuals that I'll leave unnamed. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I mean, just in regards to the whole male, uh, you know, platonic situation, um, I, I just I just choose not to be bothered with it. I mean, I just be honest with you. I, you know, I, I meet women all the time who say. You know, oh, 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 who, 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 Mike? Oh, Mike! I knew Mike since I was sixteen. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. I passed. You know, I mean, just, I don't know. I just look at, I just like, like I said in the last show, I just look at that as a distraction. You know, I understand that there are exceptions to the rule, but I just, I just choose not to deal with a woman who, who has close male friends. Um, you know, because knowing me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to deal with a woman who's, you know, who, who's, who's an eight point five and and above. So if I think she's fine, I mean, chances are this man feels the same way. And just me being a previous hunter, you know, I, I would wait for the woman to, to, to drop her guard. I would wait for a, a sense of vulnerability or weakness, and I'm you know, I'm all over that. So I guess I have that that thought process in the back of my mind when I, uh, you know, when I encounter certain women who have who have these other male friends. So I think that's just something that you need to be cognizant of, and um, you know, you know, if that's something that you don't feel comfortable with, you, you just need to own up to that, and uh, you know, make the decision, the best decision that you know for yourself. Yeah, and, and and fellas, don't be naive about it. Like y'all know when somebody is interested in you. Like you know, certain relationships are not cool, but you know, certain interactions, certain things. They do they do things for our ego a lot of times. So even though we know somebody should be cut off, we're often not the the you know the fastest or the quickest to cut them off. You know, and we'll kind of keep them around. And that, you know, just don't do that. You know what I mean? Because all that's going to do is 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 you know lead to temptation. Next thing you know, you're not coming home straight from work, and then you're messing up a good thing. You know, I will tell you all, fellas, man. You know, a great women. This goes both ways. The ladies, you know, aren't going to like this, but at the same time it needs to be said, g- truly great women do not stay single for long. All right? And y'all can take that however y'all want to. On the ladies' side, you know, it is what it is. But, fellas, I'm telling you, if you have a great woman, you know, she, and you let her go, you mess it up, somebody's going to find her. Great men, elite men are looking for great women. So she's going to be scooped up. And don't think that five years down the line, you know, two years down the line, you can do it. You know, just do what you want to do in the meantime, and then come back for it. That's not how it works. She'll be gone, and when she's gone, she's gone for good. And 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 it's like if, like R. Kelly said, you know what I'm saying. And if 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 
you happen to get her back, it's not going to be the same. All right? It's not going to be the same. Oh, yeah, I, oh, trust me. I give advice to the fellas. Don't get it twisted. I don't only give the realest advice to women ever, but I also give real advice to the fellas. We don't do it a lot. You guys know who I am. You know what I'm all about. It's all about helping women. But, you know, these shows are necessary from time to time. Let's keep it moving, man. We're talking tonight how to love a black woman the right way. I want to switch it up a little bit. And this is fun. This is good stuff, man. We got to do more shows like this. Um, I want to switch it up a little bit and talk about some things that we can do as men to put the spark back in the relationship, put the spark back in the marriage, you know, uh, keep her on her toes. Not so much on her toes, but keep her excited, you know. Uh, what are what are some things, man? In fact, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you all my advice, without some things, you know, the actual post, and then we'll let the fellas give their own uh, different ways of things that they might do for that special woman uh, when things may be seen to be dying down. You just want to, you know, get that old thing back a little bit. I said, uh, fellas, surprise her with gifts, not just when it's her birthday, but just because. You know, flowers are a great way of letting your woman know that you've been thinking about her. Um, going to the mall, picking up a dress that you saw her window shopping for not too long ago. You know what I mean? Do those things that will put a smile on her face. It's not all about things that are mutually beneficial. Going out to eat, okay, that's cool. Going for, I mean, that's that's something you get to your eating. But there's something special about you not getting anything and just putting a smile on her face that really does say, I care, I love you. You know what I'm saying? But what about you, fellas? First of all, what do you think about that? Lewis, we'll start with you. Uh, matter of fact, I see a couple of calls. We'll go to lines right after Lewis, but um, I don't want anybody holding too long. But, Lewis, man, what do you think about that particular advice? Oh, I think that's some good advice. I mean, you you, uh, you definitely, I can definitely co-sign with the doing something special just because. I mean, you know, birthdays and uh, Christmas and those kind of things are, are, are givens. But when you just do something just because, I mean, if you you know, you know, that she likes something and, and you know, and, and that's one thing I've done before, you know, when I'm really feeling a woman, my ears, my antennas are always up and I'm always just taking mental notes. And she may not even be, she may not even be, you know, putting something out there for me to do something. I mean, she could just be saying, you know, how much she appreciates this or how much she likes that. My antenna is always up. And, and, you know, in my experiences, um, you know, that I've had when I was really feeling somebody, you know, it, it's it's like, you know, even when you go into the mall or going to Walmart or it's like you're always thinking about them. And when you see something and you remember something they say and you see it and you're like, oh, okay, that's what she was talking about. Oh, okay, that's that little inspirational book she was talking about. Oh, okay, I see. And you know what's going to happen? When I walk by, it's going to end up in my hands. But, you know, one of the things that, you know, I'll just use as an idea, and I think I posted this in the Friends of Data October group, is when I, uh, you know, when Christ does bless me with that special person, um, you know, I'm going to let her know, hey, you know, this day that we became official, this day I ask her, hey, look, I want you to be my, be my woman, I want you to be my girlfriend. You know, I want us to do something special. And it doesn't have to be, I mean, Special didn't all have to be something big and elaborate, but some every, on that day, every month, I want us to do something special just to commemorate 
when we, you know, officially became girlfriend and boyfriend. But, you know, just especially now that we got texting, got this technology, you know, I would let her know how beautiful she is every day, how much I appreciate her. Uh, one thing about me is I like to encourage, so um, I'll always be encouraging. Um, she, uh, she, she might wake up and text me there at 5 o'clock in the morning because, you know, that's what I would do. But like you said, you always just got to, you know, keep it fresh. I mean, don't let it just get complacent. Just, just keep it fresh. That's it right there, man. Fresh. Keep a smile on her face. Keep her getting dressed up. You know, and I'll tell you all this. Just as a married man, it's it's you know it's very easy in in relationships and in um, in any relationship really, but certainly a marriage to get comfortable. To get you know, especially when the kids come, it's just easier to chill, order a pizza, or whatever it is that you're doing, and not really, you know, continue doing the things that got you to that point. Uh, and you really do have to work at it. You have to make a conscious effort to get the babysitter, to get dressed up. You know, you know, you might be tired from working, and still, you know, go out and, and still date and still have a good time and even spending money that deep down you're like, uh, do I really need to spend this money? But it's not about do you need to. It's about should you and, and can you and, and, you know, what's going to be fun. Because I'm telling you, you get complacent, man. That's when things start going downhill. I make it a point. We try to go. You, you know, I post different things on Facebook, you know, different events me and my wife might go to, uh, you know, movie days. Even if it's just going to the, you know, I mean, even if it's just a movie, that's it. At least that's something. You know what I mean? Going to dinner, taking trips, little weekend getaways, day getaways, things like that. It keeps the uh, keeps the marriage fresh, though. Uh, but let's go to the phone lines real quick, then we'll hear some some other ways to keep the relationship fresh and, fresh and put the spark back from the fellas. But see a call from the 240 area code. Welcome to the Data on Tolbert Show. Hello? Yes, hello, welcome. Hey, what's up, Data? Man, I just wanted to say, man, uh, a lot of stuff you be saying, man, is, is 100% truth, you know? Like, I've been listening to the show since, what, 19? I'm 21 now, about to be 22, man, and just a lot of things you say, man, is just nothing but the truth, you know, and it's just a blessing, you know, just to hear it. And as a young a young man, you know, it, it really helps me a lot, you know, just daily, you know. And But a uh, comment I wanted to say was, you know, uh, with the black women, you know, um, you know, definitely just be more humble and just, you know, just be yourself, you know, be confident in who you are, you know. Like when you talk about the weave and the makeup and exercising, you know, those things are crucial, you know. Uh, it's definitely essential to you know, being a great woman, and the same things apply for, you know, a man too as well. But uh, I just wanted to say, like, uh, at my job, you know, um, I work with a lot of, you know, other races, you know, white, Asian, Latino, whatever. But at the end of the day, you know, those women are so humble, you know, so nice and just, you know, you're going you're gonna to have your, you know, your dickheads and all that. Yeah, that's anywhere. But overall, you know, they're just straight class and just, just so just so unique, you know, just so different, you know, not to say the black women aren't, but just how they carry themselves with just a simple hello, you know, they speak, you know, when you meet black women, though, you try to speak to a black woman, you know, just how they carry themselves in their demeanor, and that, that means a lot, and, you know, these women have making over 100,000, over 200,000, you know, nice car, nice crib, but, you know, they still carry themselves well, and I know that that's essential, you know, and, and that's just my comment I wanted to make right there. Hey, man, I appreciate the, uh, I appreciate the call. Where are you, let everybody know where you're calling in from. I'm calling in from Washington D.C. All right, cool, man. I appreciate the uh, definitely appreciate the call. Uh, here's the thing, man. Let's we're gonna go back into the fellas. Um, I want to really emphasize, you know, 
everything he said is 100% correct. And, and yes, this show tonight is for the fellas in regards to how to love a black woman the right way. But ladies, just listen up. If the things that we're saying tonight, the things that you're hearing are music to your ears, it, it sounds you know appealing to you, that's great. But please understand, it takes a very, very, very special woman to get this treatment. And and yes, we're here tonight on a barbershop edition of Beauty Shop Talk Tuesdays for this purpose, but the other six nights out the week are what gets you to this point. Okay? The things we talk about, the thing you know, twenty four seven here on this show is how you get love from a black man, how you become that woman who we're talking about doing these great things for. So just, you know, enjoy tonight. Please enjoy it. But understand tomorrow night, Friday night, Saturday night, you know what I mean? It That's what will get you to this point. But back to, um, we heard from Lewis, back to um, James, man. What, 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 what do you do, man? What do you do for that special woman to get you in, you know, keep the relationship where it needs to be? Uh, you know, uh, first day now, man. I wanna, I wanna tell you also to, to piggyback off of the caller, man. I really do appreciate the example that you set for us, young man. Man, I, I check out the friends of the October show, and I see you uh, always, constantly, just about every weekend, man. You're, you're out on a date night with your wife, man. And for men like myself to see that, I just think that's awesome. And I do think it is, it is, uh, it's, it's very, very important, man. You gotta continue to date your lady, continue to keep the relationship fresh. I think one big thing for women, one one thing that women really appreciate is daily confirmations, you know, getting that text, getting that phone call, getting that letter saying, you know what, I appreciate you. I'm glad that um, that you're in my life. You are a true blessing to me. I'm praying for you. I love you. I appreciate you. And, that's, you know, you're, you're the woman that I've always dreamed of, always giving that woman daily um, daily confirmation, daily encouragement, letting her know that you're thinking about her, letting letting her know that you are that she is on your mind on a on a daily basis. And then secondly, um, I'm big on public praise, man. Letting letting people know just how much I love my woman, whether it's a Facebook post about how much I appreciate what she's doing, whether it's you know a kiss on the cheek or a nice kiss or a, 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 you know walking in the park with you know holding hands, just something to let her know that I'm proud of her, I appreciate her, and that she is the woman that I've always prayed for and she's the woman that I want to be with for the rest of my life. Oh, man, that's that's it. Well, that's, that's what it is. You're right, man. And I try – I. it's funny, man. You really – ladies, you need to deal with a man who doesn't just do things for you. You need to deal with a man who is excited about doing things for you. Like, when, like you say, when I update my status or I – you know, uh, public praise, you know, show that public praise for my wife and just my overall situation. It's it's because I'm excited about it. Like when I go out, I'm excited about seeing my wife in a nice, sexy dress like I'm going to see on Friday night when we go out again. You know what I'm saying? And then Saturday, you know, what I'm saying? it's just it's one big party. And please, just so, for the record, please, please, I don't know what's going on out here. The media wants y'all to think, and this is really, I don't even want to get too deep into that. It's a whole other show, but... <laughs> Listen, marriage is is one of the greatest gifts of God, you know, from God. That it's the it's a great establishment. Marriage is wonderful. Please do not anyone let the media tarnish because it's really that's when we get into that Satanism stuff. You're, they're, they're trying to portray marriage as the old ball and chain. That's nothing but making a mockery of Christianity, and it's insulting to God to insult. When you insult marriage, you insult God because that's what we're here for. 
You know, it's a it's it's something that we as as men want, it's something that women want, and it's the, it's part of the fruit of the spirit. And so when you hear people talking negatively about the sanctity of marriage, they're taking a shot right at at God Himself. So, and I'm just telling you, as a married man, marriage is not the problem. Now, marriage is horrible when you're ma- uh, when you're married to someone other than the man or woman that God has for you. That's when it becomes a problem. But when you do it the right way, when you pray and you have faith and you are ob- obedient, then oh man, <laughs> listen, marriage is from a financial standpoint, from a from a love standpoint, from a, a sexual standpoint. I mean everything. It's just is is it's bliss. That's why they say marital bliss. I'm just being real with you. I'm just being honest. That's what it is. Um, if you can't relate, we need to talk because there's something that's that's not happening. Uh, Marv, what about you though, man? Yeah, I mean, how you're describing marriage, you know, people who are listening to, listening to this and are still opposed to marriage, you know, I, I question their mental the mental status, man. They, they have to be insane not to want to experience, you know, what you just, just described. But um, to answer the question, you know, um, James pretty much uh, stole my idea, man, uh, as far as the uh, public displays of, of, of affection. To me, that's like that's like a, a number one, you know, um, uh, criteria that every woman should look out for when they're in the courting process, when they're dealing with a man. If he's if he's showing you more attention behind closed doors than he is out in public, you know that's just an obvious sign that you just need to keep it moving. That man is just not into you. Um, you know, I, like I'll, I'll be walking on the streets and I'll see you know, I'll see a man holding his holding his woman's hand, or you know, like he's conscious that he's conscious of the fact that when you walk down the street, you know, the man should be walking on the street side, the woman should be walking you know, closer to the buildings, just for from a safety perspective and just, you know, just to make her feel protected. Like when you see things like that, you know that the man is really into it. Um, you know, and I mean, if, if a woman is not getting that on a consistent basis, and, and don't get me wrong, I mean, you have some players out here who will kind of manipulate that um, in order to get, get what they want. But, I mean, women just, you know, when you meet a man, just pray on that. Like when you see certain signs, you know, just just pray for discernment and just ask yourself, ask God, you know, is this genuine or, or if it's not. I mean, in time, you will see if if the man is being genuine or not, you know, just based on how consistent he is. So uh, with me, just from my personal experiences, any time that I was really into a woman, you know, I, I let the world know. You know. I let it be known. Like, you know, I'll, I'll bring her around my family. You know, I'll bring her around my friends. Um, I, I let the world know, like, this is mine. Like, this is this is who, you know, this is who I want to be with or whatever. And um, you know there was really no no second guess. You know, like I would I would get clowned by 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 certain guys because they felt like I was giving this woman so much attention. But meanwhile, they'll be the one sing, single going home or getting ready to go to a strip club. And you know, I, I always knew that it, it was some some level of envy. But it's all good. So, um, but at the end of the day, you know, they they wanted what I wanted. So um, you know, I definitely uh, got that vibe from them. But um, yeah, you know, public public displays of affection is is definitely a main ingredient for uh, marital bliss, as you as you stated. Oh yeah, absolutely, man, absolutely. It, it's one of those things, man. You you gotta you gotta love your woman. There's nothing wrong with having a trophy wife. People say that with with uh, you know they add that kind of negative connotation to it. But now, and by absolute, there's nothing wrong with that. And the fellas know there's nothing wrong with it. That's what we want. The problem is when that's all she is. But don't for a second think that we as men don't want to show you off. Don't you think that we, we will not want to be uh, uh, publicly applauded by other men 
because of how you carry yourself, you know, and not like anything disrespectful, but just, you know, it's always a certain look, a look of approval, like, okay, wow, that's what's up. He's got a nice little woman on his arm, you know what I mean? Where And that's that's what we want. And, and if a man is not proud of you, then it's not going to work out. He's not going to be faithful to you. It's not gonna, he's not going to marry you. And so just, just look out for the signs, ladies. This is what we're talking about. You know, the Facebook post. You know, claim her on Facebook. I, I don't care what anybody says. I do not care what anybody says. You can call it whatever you want. You can disagree. But your relationship is not official until it is confirmed on Facebook. I'll let that marinate for a little bit because there's a lot of women out here who are getting strung along. There's a lot of women who are getting cheated on and are not being taken seriously by their man, and he's he's keeping them content by saying, "Well, I'm not in the public. I don't I don't want the you know everybody in my business. I'm not in the public displays of love or affection. That's all BS. It's because he doesn't want his friends, his family." His other women, his coworkers, everybody that's on his Facebook profile friends list, he doesn't want them knowing that he has a woman. He doesn't want you messing up what he's trying to do out here with these other uh, women. And when a man, you see what my pro, uh, my Facebook profile says. It says what before it said in a relationship with Danielle Hackett. It went to. Dadon Tolbert is engaged to Danielle Hackett. Then it changed to Dadon Tolbert is married to Danielle Tolbert. That's how that goes. FYI, anything outside of that, you're getting played. I know we're, and I'm kind of going off, you know, don't get me started, you know what I mean? But I'm being, this needs to be said, you know, and it's right along the lines of what we're talking about tonight. A man will claim you on Facebook, not just claim you, but claim you on Facebook and show you off to the world when he is being serious about you and when he is being faithful to you. If that's not happening, he doesn't want the rest of the world to know. Lewis, when you find your queen, are you going to have a problem linking up those Facebook profiles? Absolutely not. And I'm glad you brought that up because... You know, you hear all that foolishness about I don't want people in my business. Why are you telling your business every five minutes? Nobody wants to see what you have to eat. You can put all that stuff on there, and you can let people know what's important, like a relationship. You know, and I've seen people, and their status is just in a relationship, or sometimes they don't do it at all. But I promise you, you know, as long as I've been waiting for the right person, everybody's going to know about it. You know, them, 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 them. Little albums I got of myself, y'all, y'all don't even know what those are because they're gonna get pushed to the side. You know, I'm gonna be posting pictures, tagging. I'm gonna make sure, just like you said, in a relationship with so and so, everybody in my Facebook is gonna know about it. So, you know, ladies, just like Dayton is saying, you know, I don't listen to all that foolishness about, you know, I want to keep it a secret and all. I mean, I mean, I not keep it a secret, but I, you know, I don't want to put my business out in the streets and I well putting everything else out there, I will, I promise you, everybody going to know about it when it happens to me. So I completely agree with you. Right, man. That, that, that's that's pretty much how it goes. You know what I mean? Uh, matter of fact, Marv, we, we, you know, you're online. We're all online. When you find your queen, you going to have an issue with that? No, nah, never, never. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, I've waited, I waited this long to, uh, to find, you know, to find that queen, and I've, I've turned down women who were physically appealing, but mentally they were atrocious. 
And, um, you know, I, I'm doing this all for a specific purpose is to ultimately, you know, find that woman. Like I'm preparing myself right now in every, every facet of my life. So, you know, when, when, not if, but when God blesses me with that woman, I mean, I'm going to let the world know. Um, I mean, it's just, that's just my obligation as a, as a man and as a, as a husband to, to, to do that. You know, you want to, you want to let people know this is, this is your woman, you know, and you want the people in her world to know that she, that she's been, she's been claimed, you know, and, and every woman, every woman wants that. At least, at least I should say, you know, women in their right mind, you know, women who are, you know, who are, are consider themselves valuable and consider themselves of quality. They they want to be claimed. They want the man to to show them off. Um, so I mean that's just that's just something that we um, have to do as men. It's it's something that we have to do, and more importantly, it's something that we want to do. Okay, it's something that we will do. A lot of times, they you, you as women, you you beg and you nag and you manipulate and you give ultimatums. And then he says, all right, fine, whatever, let me just go ahead and link it. It's not about that. When I first got with my wife, it was, you know, I told her. I said, yo, matter of fact, you know, we had that conversation. I don't remember how it came about, but we had that conversation where it was established. We were in a committed relationship. I said, yo, I actually went online, sent her the, you know, the request or whatever to link the, the two profiles together. Uh, and, then, you know, and that's what it was. She didn't, she was like, okay, cool. Like, it wasn't even a big deal. Some people have to have actual <clears throat> knockdown, drag out fights about Facebook. About like it's, it shouldn't be a fight. You know, it's what we want to do when we love you, when we see a future with you. All right, not to belabor it, but that's man, that's so 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 important. All right, so important. Let's switch it up a little bit. I want to talk a little bit about um, tonight, uh, where you know you you look around, the weekend's coming up. Um, there's a lot of partying that goes on, ladies. A lot of you are dealing with men who who like to party. They're always out with their homies. They're always out with the with the fellas. And here's some advice that I gave to the fellas in that in that um, that blog I did. I said, fellas, don't hit the club with your boys every weekend. Aside from the fact that you need to spend quality time with your woman to maintain the relationship, it's important that she knows that you're not in the clubs looking to meet other women to replace her or cheat on her with. And that's very important. We talked earlier this evening about about making a woman I'm sorry, y'all, that's 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 my dog. He's down here with me. He's tripping. You know what I mean? But it, it, we need to make you feel comfortable. It's very important that you feel loved and secure. If you don't feel loved and secure, you know, what what good is the relationship? You know, I mean, Marv. We, we, you know, we talk about party and that whole lifestyle. What are your thoughts on that? As far as partying, um, partying, clubbing. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, we already know what type of what type of vibe, what type of energy is in the club. So, you know, if I find a woman that you know I, that I look at as, as as a wife, and you know, I wouldn't, I would never put her in a position where she would have to question anything. Um, I mean, she wouldn't, she would see by my actions. You know, I'm not saying that I would I would want to be with her 24/7, but there would just there would be certain things that I would naturally just eliminate from my life as far as you know, like going out to a club. Any anytime I go out to a club, it's, it's, it's not I'm not sitting there watching people like I'm watching TV or something. Like I'm I'm plotting, I'm I'm planning, I'm trying to get into something. I mean, that's that's 
pretty much a lot of people's reasons why to go to a go to a club on a Friday night, Saturday night. So if I'm you know if I'm in a happy you know and, and substantial relationship, I really don't have a desire to go to a club and to be around other women like that because in my mind, you know, nobody out here can compare to what I have at home. So, you know, I would I would do whatever I, I can, you know, in my power to to cherish and to keep, you know, what God blessed me with. So, I mean, on the other end, you know, you can you, – I don't think there's an issue going out with your boys from time to time. Um, I honestly wouldn't make that um, a habit, you know, if as opposed to when I was single going out more often. I think um, – I don't think that's fair for for her, you know, where you're constantly going out with your boys and you're in a, you know, exclusive relationship. I just I just think that that would kind of cause some some issues. So, um, but you know, yeah, when you're when you're in a happy situation, I think naturally certain things you just you just stop doing. Yeah, and that's the thing. And if I could if I could break it down a little bit further, I mean, the reality is when you when you see people out there in the club partying. You know, li- living a single man's lifestyle, really what that's all about is they're still searching. They are still looking. They are not content with what they already have. They're trying to get something that they feel as though they don't have. All right? That's that's pretty much how that works. It's, it's not cool. It's not, you know what I mean? Uh, it, it just is what it is. It, and, and a lot of men, they just don't have the balls to step up and say, you know what? This isn't working for me. Um, I'm still out there looking. I'm still out there searching. So it's up to women to to recognize the signs. If he trust me, what am I saying? If he's still in the club the same way he was prior to meeting you, it's nothing but the fact that he is still searching for something else. He's searching for someone else. All right, that's how that goes. And 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 if you're not cool with that, then you need to do what you need to do to. Uh, remove yourself from the equation. All right, that's pretty much how that uh, how that goes. James, any thoughts on that, real quick? Uh, great comments, man, ladies. I hope you're taking notes on this because uh, you, you, it's going to it's rare to find men that are really you know giving this type of information out. You'll never be able to get this information from another woman. So I just uh, you know I encourage you to just listen up and, and take notes on this stuff and take it to heart. Um, you're right, 100% right, uh, Daydon and Marv. Um, when we're with the right woman, she is our priority. And um, I know a lot of men use the excuse, "I just need a little bit of personal space." But when you're when you're with the right woman, there's not going to be a, there's not going to be many many instances where you're going to want to be away from that woman. You're going to want to spend every every bit of free time that you can with her, getting to know her, and being around her. And um, one thing I can just tell the ladies is that the best men don't bring confusion to a relationship. And so if you're confused. If you're having to second-guess yourself and second-guess um, what his motives are, then you might want to take a step back and examine this relationship because that's just proof that um, something something's not right with this guy. He's not feeling you or there's something going on with the situation where he doesn't see you as a priority. Yeah, I mean, that's it. And I got I mean, it's true. I don't want to – I'm not trying to brag, but you will not hear this information anywhere else. Please understand that. Five, what, four men – expressing exactly how we feel about love, dating, relationships, the ins and outs about what really goes on in our minds. You know what I'm saying? This is stuff that should be in a book somewhere. This is like this is like you can't even put a price tag. I mean, it is in a book. It's in my books, but you know what I'm saying? And if you, I posted the link the other day. If you all want this stuff all in one, one you know, space, 
get your copy of uh, What Women Need to Know But Don't Want to Hear, which is my two-disc CD that came out a couple of Valentine's Days ago. And uh, it really changed the way people look at love and dating and relationships. It provides answers to every relationship question you can think of. It's nine ninety nine on sale uh, this whole week. So at uh, at trctoday dot com, go ahead and get that. But uh, that's what we're doing tonight. I mean, we're talking about clubs and uh, we're talking about partying and just what what should not be happening. Let me, James. You actually um, brought up a good point. Um, as far as needing time away, and I want to talk about what I call, and this is a, there's a whole chapter in my. It's actually an audio book. Uh, what women need to know but don't want to hear. It's a two disc CD audio book, but uh, there's a chapter on it uh, in there on specifically what's called voluntary time apart. All right, and, and I'm just going to tell y'all real quick that is something that is essential for any relationship to survive. What voluntary time apart is is it is something that. It's not when I go to work or or you know my wife goes to work or you go to you know you have to do something you have to be apart and you see each other and it's not that voluntary time apart is time when two people could be together would normally be together you know and even want to be together but they are proactive and say you know what even though we enjoy each other's company I'm going to take tonight I'm going to go out with my fellas, you're going to go out with the with your girls, and then we're going to come back later on or tomorrow or whenever it ends up being. And, and you know, that will have a huge and profound effect on your relationship because what it does is it gives you time to appreciate the time you do spend together. Because I've seen tons and tons of situations where two people love being around each other. They love it. They they can't get enough of each other. I mean, go to work, go to class, whatever it is, talking, texting, and then the moment they get home, it's like they're inseparable. They live that lifestyle every day for a, over the course of months. The next thing you know, everything is great. All of a sudden, it goes downhill because you know you, you, you're tired of each other. You're getting on each other's nerves slowly but surely, and the next thing you know, you have a big blow up, and then it's over. You know, and that's you don't want to do that. When you, you well, you gotta preserve it. You gotta take that voluntary time apart where you could be together, but you choose not to be. My wife and I do that all the time. You might hear me say, "Oh, she's going out with her girlfriends." I'm doing. Maybe I'll do a live show like I did Saturday night. Whatever it ends up being, you know, I might go to the gun range with the homies and just chill, or or, or you know, a fight party. May, Mayweather's having a fight party or having a fight coming up. I have, have a fight party with the fellas. Like different things like that. It, it, believe me, even though you're you're not with that person, even back in the day when I first met my wife, we were I was still going to the club, not all like that. But when I was like when I first met, but the funny thing is how I knew I was going to be with her is because even though I was in the club, with surrounded by over a thousand beautiful women, I would be texting her. You know what I'm saying? We'd be texting each other. I'd be in a corner somewhere sitting on at, at the bar texting her all night and not, not even interacting with me. I said, oh, man, it's time for me to wrap it up. It's time for me to hang up the, you know, the the, the player uh, card. So turn it in. You know, Marv, you know anything about that? When that time comes, man, you're going to be ready to hang up that uh your, your player uh, your card? Yeah, I mean, I've already hung it up, to be honest. You know what I mean? I've already hung it up. Like I said before, you know, I'm, I'm in, I'm in preparation mode right now, just, uh, you know, waiting on God and uh, just doing what I need to do, you know, to prepare myself for for that queen to, uh, to cross my path. Um, but, yeah, that's that's funny. It's funny how you mentioned um, just being around somebody for so long. 
You know, I mean, you, you definitely want to, you know, you want to, you want to preserve it. Like you said, um, uh, just being around somebody for so long, 24 seven. Um, I don't, I, you know, I really can't see how that would last for a lifetime. Um, like, especially by going to courting process, courting process, you know, you want to, uh, I don't believe that a man and a woman should, you know, should live together. Um, I think the two people should have their own separate households. Um, like I wouldn't even advise to be honest at this point in my life and, and at my level of experience and maturity, I, I don't even, I probably wouldn't even want to spend, spend a lot of time at her spot or her, have her spend a lot of time at my spot. Um, only because that could just open up the door for a lot of temptation. Um, but, you know, during the courting process, I think it will be a good thing for two people to just live live apart until they get married, you know, because you don't want to jump into something so quickly because as quick as you jump into it, that's that's about as, as quick as it will end. So, you know, I think people should keep that in mind. Right. Yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's 100% correct, man. You know, relationships are uh, my a good friend of mine. His mom gave me some great advice a long time ago, even before I was married, and it really caused me to look at things. And I often requote this. Um, uh, she said that no relationship is perfect. It, there's only two people working hard to make it that way, and that really stuck with me. You know what I mean? It was, it was something very insightful, very profound that she came up with, and. Uh, you know, I've reposted all the time over the over the course of the years, but you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta really work at it. You know, you can't work at it if you're not focused. If you're trying to be in the club, you're trying to be a player, you're still keeping in contact with these female friends who, you know, going to happy hours or different I mean, it's gonna catch up with you and you're gonna mess up a good thing. Uh keeping it moving, here's another one, another piece of great advice. Just as far as being there. Uh, one of the things that I said, now, I mean, especially even more so in today's society, where we're seeing more women growing up, African-American women growing up without fathers who did not have a strong man in their life that they could depend on, never had. And so it's unfamiliar to them in many cases uh, in today's society. Um, what I said was, fellas, I said, put put your woman's needs before your own. All right, I said, if she needs something... Just do it without her having to ask you about it or ask you for it. Let her know that you can that she can count on you, that she can count on her man during hard times, no matter what the situation is. And that's that's excellent advice. That's what, you know what fellas need to hear, you know, because a lot of times women are they, even if they don't say anything, it's you're gonna be able to tell that they're secretly. You know, wondering, can they depend on you when times get 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 tough? You know, are you going to be there? And the reality is, that's what we're here for. We are here. We are men. You know, fellas, be a man. Take care of your responsibilities. Let your woman know that she can count on you, and, and do what needs to be done so that you know everything works out. Uh, you know, in the best way. Long time member, my father told me. Uh, he said, when you have a household. You know, we talk a lot about like, gun control and things like that, and you know, people. I know people feel differently about that, but I'm, you know, I'm a, an advocate of our our Second Amendment right. My father told me a long time ago when I was a kid. He said, "When you are the man of your house, he said you protect your house, you protect your family, or you die trying." You know, and I think that you know we as men need to embrace that mentality, whether that means having a firearm, whether that means whatever. You do what you need to do to protect your family. No, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. 
So, you know, that that's that advice, man. Lewis, any thoughts on that, though? I agree with you. I heard um, the pastor say when you were talking about uh, the kind of love, you know, where you put her needs first. I believe he called it agape love. He said sacrificial love. You know, like Dadon was saying earlier, when we meet that special woman, and, and, that, and that's that special woman because we know that when we meet that special woman, then we can put her needs first because there are a lot of selfish women out there. Uh, and we're not talking about those kind of women. We're talking about the special kind of women, the special women that we know have our backs, the special women we know truly love us, the, the real special women. You know, those are the ones that, you know, like he said, you know, and and for the men listening out there, that I just speak for myself, we'll put those need, we'll put her needs first. You know, a lot of women out there. We were talking, you know, before about women hurting out there, um, and these you know selfish guys out here that don't really like the ones who clubbing every weekend, don't really care about the woman's needs, don't care about, you know, don't care nothing about her, you know. But we, if hey, like he was saying. I think about it like, you know, my team's the Heat, and everybody know my team's the Heat. And LeBron James, I mean, I think about it taking over in the fourth quarter. You know, when the game is down, you've you got to be the kind of man to take it over. You've got to score the last nine points. That's what you got to do. Um, that's what women need. That's the kind of man that I want to be, and that's the kind of man that Christ is helping me to grow to be. I want to be the kind of man that, you know, my wife and my family can depend on when it's down. Um, you know, they're looking to me to, to step up and be the leader. That's what I want to – that's exactly what I want to do, be the leader, be the one that uh, everybody can depend on. And when she's down and when she's broken, you know, she needs – she don't need to be uh, – if she's hurting, I need to be the kind of man that, that knows she's hurting. We're talking on the phone even if she don't tell me. You know, I want to be so in tune with her that I can hear it in her voice, you know, if she's broken or if she's hurt about something. And I want to be the kind of – the kind of man we got to be the kind of men that will you know that will be there for her you know if she if 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 she had a hard day at work be the kind of person to listen if she's having a problem just be there for her the kind of man that she can depend on and that she can trust and like they were saying like was said earlier to be a protector of the family and of her all right i mean that's really what it all comes down to man lewis i mean uh excuse me uh james any thoughts on that um, yeah, I, you know, I just encourage the fellas, you know, the women need a stable man in the home. Um, you know, um, I was always, I was always taught just like you were, Daydon, that every man should be able to protect his family and should have a means to be able to protect his home. You know, I was taught that as a young man. And so, um, you know, ladies, that's the kind of man that you want to look for. You want to look for a man that's going to take the lead. You want to look for a man that's not going to run when adversity and when tough times come. You want to look for a man that's going to embrace problems. You want to look for a man that's going to attack problems. You want to look for a man that's going to put you first and put you as a priority and put your well-being as a priority. Um, I recently just finished reading the book, uh, The Millionaire Next Door, and uh, it was a book written by several millionaires. And um, one of the chapters talked about the wife being the greatest investment that a man can have. And they talked about the importance of making daily deposits into, you know, their wives and to their women. You know what you get, what you put into your woman is what you want to get out of that, out of that woman. So if you're depositing daily to this woman, then I guarantee you that your investment, you want to get a return that's going to be, um, that's going to bless your life. 
That's it right there. I want to just in the interest of time, like I said, I wanted to uh, wrap it up kind of early tonight. So I'm just going to kind of keep it moving and uh, let let Marv weigh in, weigh in on this uh, this next one, man. Just because we may, you know, honestly, we may even because there's so many more. I'm looking here at this list. There's there's like tons more, like great advice. So we're gonna have a part two of this, and because I don't want to even shortchange, I don't want the ladies to miss out on any or the fellas to miss out on any uh, great advice. Uh, you know, as and I don't want the women to miss out on us hearing or, or giving that great advice to the fellas. So we definitely got to have a part two of how to love a black woman the right way. Um, but but here's something that that should for me it should go without saying. You know, but listen to your woman because you know I said uh, listen to your woman if she's had a rough day, ask her about her day. Okay, not just because it's the right thing to do, but because you should really care about how her day was, all right? Make yourself available for your woman if she needs to vent, if she needs to cry, if she just wants to talk about what's going on in her life. You should be there because if if you're not there, uh, then unfortunately uh, there's always the possibility of someone else being there. And you don't want to find yourself in a Judith and Harley type of situation, you guys know what I'm talking about. So, you know, just just be there, care, uh, you know, care about what's going on. Don't just be so consumed with Sports Center or 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 PlayStation or whatever's going on. Just really, act, you know, put her first. Jaheem has a classic song. You, you know, put that put your woman first, man. Might even play that a little bit uh later on, but uh Marv, man, any thoughts on that? Yeah, she's going to jump in the arms of that male friend that she knew since she was 16 if you don't uh if you don't cater to her emotional needs, you know, I mean, if you're if you're just in tune to your woman, you'll see the change in her behavior. Um, like you'll see when she's having an off day, and I mean, it's your obligation as her man to step up and be like, you know, what's what's wrong? You know, what, what you know, anything happened at work today? You want to talk about? Like at least you want to you want to put it out there to acknowledge that you you see you see that she's hurt, you see that she's sad or upset. You know, um, the woman is going to appreciate that. Um, for you to ignore that, you know, you're ignoring her uh, emotional needs. I mean, she's she's not really gonna she's not gonna respect you. You know, she's not really gonna um, you know feel safe in your arms. So that's just something that's um, imperative in my in my opinion for for a happy relationship. Oh yeah, man, absolutely. I mean, you got you got to do that, man. Everybody's got to feel comfortable. Everybody's got to feel secure. Uh, you know, and, and they've got to feel that you care. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to have things going on that they feel like they can't talk about, especially with the person who claims to uh, love them. So, I mean, yeah, definitely, um, you know, keep that in mind. I see a call here on the line, though, uh, from the uh, 248 area code. Welcome to the Data on Tolbert Show. Are you there, 248? Oh, God. Hello, how are you? I'm I'm good. Thank you. What's going on? You have a question or comment? Oh, God, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to... Yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. I always usually press one and I didn't know that I actually tuned in. Oh, so you're one but, of those, uh, huh? <laughs> okay. Well, I have well, to now say, that you're uh, here, what, what, what do you think about tonight's <laughs> show since I got you here? Actually, I just clicked in. That's what's crazy. I, read, I was reading the comments, comments on Facebook and I said, oh my God, let me call in and listen to a few minutes. <laughs> Oh man, you got to check out the archives. We've been giving some classic information. We're about to wrap up the show. 
Oh, God, I figured that. I figured that. I was like, okay, it's some me time. Now let me get in a few minutes before I actually fall asleep. But uh, did you have a question for me? <laughs> well, no, no. So, well, since you're here, we're we're talking tonight about the importance of black men loving black women the right way. Amen. Amen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what What are some things that that, in your opinion, you'd like to see black men as a whole do do a better job of in regards to loving a black woman? Well, I feel as though uh, paying attention to your woman is very. That's huge. That's that's huge. Far as uh, like uh, like like the guy just said when I tuned in when he said, you know, paying attention to her, how was her day, you know. And uh, the thing is, uh, I don't mean to be putting my business out, but now I'm thinking about my husband and I. Uh, you know, okay, it's hard to explain. First, I would never cheat on my husband whatsoever, but. Uh, you know, I had a friend and uh old friend I've been knowing for over 10 years and uh, never cheated in anything, but I used to just go around him because, honestly, I felt more wanted from him than my husband. And, uh, you know, I told my husband about all the incidents, and my husband, the reason why we got married was a lot of, lot of reasons, but we was first friends. And uh, my husband told me, he said, uh, you probably – because he's a straight spiritual man of God. That's just what he is. And uh, he told me, he said, they met and everything also. And my husband told me, he said, uh, you and him, y'all might have more in common than you and I. He said, but you, he said, we made an obligation and the covenant before God, so I need you don't catch a soul time. My sister told me the same thing. She said, I know you're not going to cheat, Keena, but don't get caught up in the soul time. And I said, wow, that that sucks because I was kind of already caught up in it because, you know, guys are predators and offer it, they, they offer up want something that they can't have. That's what I've been doing my whole life because i always been, you know, never giving myself to people. You just got to not gonna work hard, and you can't have me. That's just how I always been. Let me ask, and, let me ask you a question uh, about that real quick, just because we're short on time. Let me ask you one last question about that. Was this someone who has ever flirted with you or expressed an interest for for you or towards always, you? Always, always. He did. So even did. in the marriage, he still flirted. He did, and he he knew. Uh, you know what? I knew that I'd never leave my husband. I'm not, but I'm not gonna lie and say that that thought didn't cross my mind because I felt as though I wasn't wanted, and I felt like I felt like I was wanted. My husband wanted me, but uh, my husband is Caucasian, and it's different things that white men does from black men. And uh, my husband loved me. I know he loved me. He 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 has strong, beautiful love. For me, and I know he's in love with me, but I wanted passion. I don't know if you can understand that. Oh, I but, understand, uh, but, 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 but let's, <laughs> oh, I can't let you off the hook just yet, though, because oh, I you love know, it. I love constructive criticism. I love it. It helps okay. me. Come on. I got, so, you you know, this is someone who needs to be cut off, right? Oh, like, I, I already cut him off. Okay. I already cut him off. I had to. I, I had to. But I'm telling you, I, I had to. I had to. I had to cut him all the way off because it was kind of like he was, you know, slightly kind of trying to ease his way into a little ultimatum. 
and uh, I, I sent him a text message, and I told him, you know, I said, uh, you know, my husband and I, we going to counseling, which we, we are going to counseling about to start. And I said, you know, you just got to be careful because, you know, when I was, you know, being honest, comparing him to my husband because I wanted the passion and, you know, certain things that uh, I'm not racist whatsoever. All my kids are biracial. And I and I and I and I always was attracted to white men, but I also love black men too. I'm just going to be honest, not cheating, but you know certain values and qualities that they that they have. But uh, okay, you know, is certain let me things that I wanted. You know, that let me whatever. let everybody know where you're calling in from, real quick. I'm calling in from Michigan. That's uh, that's enough. <laughs> no, no, that's cool. That's enough. That's enough. I appreciate the call. I appreciate the feedback and. Uh, you know, allowing yourself to be placed in the hot seat real quick. While we're here, I want to just I want to ask the fellas because I'm a little disturbed by this by this story. I got to be honest with you guys. I mean, that's that's definitely not. Uh, you know, it's good that you cut them off. It's good that it's over. But I just want to see what the fellas think about that. I already, I'm gonna save Mar for last, man. I'm just gonna go down the line and, and just let the fellas weigh in on what they heard uh, in regards to this situation with the long term male f- friend who clearly was not a platonic male friend. Lewis, does that sit well with you? What are your thoughts on her situation? No, it doesn't. And, you know, and, and when she was, you know, sharing her story, I thought about it. I was saying, you know, this is what we've been, We not only we talked about it tonight, but in previous barbershops. This is this is why, and and, and my man Marvin is, is, is adamant about it, and I respect that about him. You know, we don't, this is why we don't want to be bothered with, these male friends. This is why we're not, we don't tolerate that kind of stuff because this is the kind of things that are happening. You know, because women don't say, oh, well, he don't, he doesn't want this. But you don't think he wants it, but just like they don't said many times, he knows what's going on in their minds, and so do we. So this is why it's better not to have, you know, those males in the picture. But you know, even if the man wasn't in the picture, it seems like the caller, you know, was, was open. Her heart was open. You know, even if it wasn't that male friend, it seems like it may have been somebody at work that listened to her more than her husband. But, you know, anything I would just, advice that I would give her is, um, you know, her husband's right about the covenant, but, you know, you all just, you know, just keep Christ first in the relationship. And if you all are having issues, you know, you all, you know, you all need to try to work them out and, you know, don't go out and try to seek it because that's just going to create a lot of problems, just a lot of problems. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's one of those things, man. I can just kind of piggyback off that. Uh, that's one of the that's that situation that we just heard is the exact. That's like most men's worst nightmare, to be honest with you. Like that. That's why. I mean, exactly what Lewis just said, man. That's why we don't deal with women who have these friends. That's you know, it's not cool because it's like we're thinking everything is good, but you know, they're they're chilling with them. They're going out to eat with them. They're they're talking to them about relationship issues and and you know like she said she wouldn't cheat and a lot of times it's not about cheating but we don't even want a man thinking that he has a chance that's i mean we whether you cheat or you don't cheat is really irrelevant it's the fact that there is another man who thinks that it's okay to to make moves on our woman who thinks that it's okay to try his hand to try to break those walls down, and that is absolutely unacceptable, ladies. That's the worst possible way you can behave. 
All right, and so just I'm glad that that situation is over with because I he's a better man than me. I wouldn't even that would have not even gotten to that point uh, had it been me. But uh, James, what are your thoughts on hearing her situation? Dayton right, Lewis, you're on point, man. I'm I'm with you guys, man. I uh, to think that my woman has another guy on her mind absolutely is repulsive to me and pisses me off. Um, you know, I don't know who I don't know I don't know much about the guy that she married, but I do know that if it was me or most of the men that I know and we found out that she she had this relationship going on or, you know, even this friendship going on in the dating stage, she would have she would have been dropped really quickly. And uh she said she said a couple of things that, you know, that kinda of concerned me. Um one is that, you know, she talked about the differences between Caucasian men and black men. And, um, you know, I work around a lot of Caucasian men. Majority of the men that I work around, 95% are Caucasian. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, ladies, and I may not be speaking for every every man in that situation, but a lot of Caucasian men will put up with certain things that black men will not put up with. You know, we do have certain standards for our lady. We do have certain expectations. And one of them is if you're dealing with another man, whether he's a, a friend, a coworker, or whatever, if he's anywhere in the relationship, and um, it, it's not going to go well. And so, um, you know, I'm glad that the lady got rid of this guy. Uh, for me, I, I don't think I would be able to put up with any of that mess. <laughs> I feel you, man. No, it definitely wouldn't be uh, me in my situation. But, uh, you know, it is what it is, though. Uh, Marv, real quick, I, I wanted to save you for a little bit later, man. What What are your thoughts on, on that particular situation? Hey, hey, Don, you about to you about to lose a female listener when I'm through with you when I'm through with her, man. Cause oh, come on, go easy on her, man. <laughs> Yo, that was like that was just like the worst, man. Like I, I I don't know who I'm more upset at, her or the 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 husband. You know, I mean, you can't really fault the the the, the, the male friend because that's what male friends do. You know, ninety nine percent of male friends are, are are plotting, and she knew that he was plotting because he she even admitted. That he said he had expressed feelings for her, so I mean, you know, these feelings weren't expressed overnight. I'm I'm pretty much sure that he was expressing these feelings when her and the Caucasian man were just dating. So I mean, she she already had an idea that this male friend was was with her and wanted her more than a friendship. So, but at the same time, I, I know you know he may he's a Caucasian man, but he is a man. I mean, I'm sure I'm, excuse me, I'm sure that he had a, a feeling that she was giving this this other guy, you know, some type of attention beyond a friendship. I mean, he, no man is that stupid. I mean, I, I, it's, it's kind of hard hard to believe that he was just, you know, knowingly he, he knows that she's giving this guy a lot of a lot of attention and she and he's just continuing to to allow that. I mean, I don't know, man. Either he's just retarded, you know, or 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 or, or what, or just naive. I don't know what it is, but. You know, I, I just—I mean, it's, it, and this is just confirmation, man. Like this—this this is why I don't put up with it. Like I'm not—I'm not dealing with it. I don't care how fine she is. You know, the moment she talks about this male friend that she grew up with, or this male friend that she thinks is—is is, that that she thinks doesn't want her. You know, oh she—oh he's never tried to try to do anything. Like I don't believe you. I don't believe you because, you know, like I said, I—I I only entertain women who I find attractive and. You know, I mean, and, and, and the chances are he finds her just as attractive. So for her to just be so naive and say, you know, he he's not feeling her that way. Like, I hear it all the time, and I'm just like, you know, you're you're retarded. Like, you, you, it doesn't make sense. 
to to a man like me who who I mean I've been there like I, I've been there and done that like I've been the guy who played the male friend role. Meanwhile, any opportunity that I've gotten, I would flirt. I would see that she would be, she was responsive, she was receptive to it, you know, and she ain't cut me off. And and the moment that the woman was vulnerable, you know, like we rent in hotel rooms. I mean, that's just what it was. So. Like with with those experiences and with a caller like this, she just represents a lot of women out here who feel the same. You know, they I don't know. It's like does she want validation outside of her marriage to, to for her to feel like she still has it? I don't know. Like like this, why does she marry the Caucasian husband? You know, does she marry him for financial security, or does she have uh, issues? I mean, obviously, it's from what she says she's put she's putting black men on a higher pedestal than the white man, so why does she marry him in the first place? I mean, stop wasting the man's time. Right. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, um, where you, you really gotta you gotta be respectful of your of your situation and it's not all about cheating, because just to be real, you know, and I respect everyone's comments. I agree with everyone's comments. Um just so you you said you enjoy I know you're still listening, you enjoy constructive criticism. I gotta be honest with you, you that's actually cheating what you did. That's that men what most men would consider that cheating. Okay? Entertaining a man, you know, whether it's a friendship or any type anything with a man who you know and has made it abundantly clear is interested in you, that is inappropriate. That is the highest form of inappropriate contact. So, you know, when it comes to um, you know, tonight's topic, you know, as far as you know, things that black men need to do for black women. Yes, you want to make sure she feels appreciated and wanted, but at the same time, ladies, I mean, even if you don't, that's you, you got to go to counseling first. You know, there's you've got to be, you, you've got to, first of all, it should be like that to begin with. If it's not like that, then chances are you're not with the man that God has for you. But if it's not there, you know, never incorporate another man uh, into the relationship in any capacity. That, that's That's an affair waiting to happen if not with him then with someone else so just just leave that alone and, and i'm glad that you you did the right thing and removed him from the situation and i'm glad that you guys are in counseling if you want to talk to me you guys know just a little plug you know i do marriage counseling as well work with a lot of couples from different parts of the world so you know definitely feel free to reach out if um you know if that's something you guys feel like might be a good idea for you uh we're going to get ready to wrap it up and I want to, I want to, um, just in the interest of time, I want to thank all the fellas for being here tonight. Marv, James, Lewis, you know, and, and you know some of the callers that called in. All great points, great comments. These guys are class acts right here, man. Some of the best men out there. Believe that seriously. Uh, Christian brothers right here. Uh, one thing that I, one last post that I'll say um, in regards to um, what probably is the most important thing that we as black men need to do specifically for black women is as i said fellas don't be afraid to pray with your woman you know don't be afraid to pray for your woman pray for your relationship you know as men you know things are going to in our household they're going to go the way we say they're going to go you know like if 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 we are spiritual then 90% of the time our wife is going to be spiritual your woman is going to be spiritual your kids are going to be spiritual if we are not then, you know, they're going to follow our lead. If we're out there in the club, if we want to argue and we want to 
fight and do different things and not appreciate them, then they're going to follow our lead in that way as well. But if you're praying for your family, if you're praying for your relationship, then that's going to just add God's blessing onto it, and it's, it's really going to increase the the, the, the probability of, of you having success. Um, so so uh, I said that let your woman know that having a relationship with God is just as important as, you know, just as important as your relationship with her is, it, you know, if not more, and it will be more, okay? And, and when your woman sees it, like my wife, you know, sometimes we, we go to church just about every Sunday. But sometimes my wife will, you know, roll over in the bed and say, so what are we doing? We going, we going to church? You know, or you know, or we're not going to church. So I most most of us say, yeah, we're going to church. So let's go, get up, and and she gets up, goes, gets the baby ready. I get the dog ready. You know, I say all that stuff. I we do what we got to do. Other days, I say, you know what, we're going to chill, and that's what we do, and that's what men are supposed to do. That's how it's supposed to be, you know. But the reality is, she knows that if we go where we don't go. It doesn't mean that I don't want to go. It just means we're not going that day. But you know what I'm saying? And what I'm saying, it's not about a laziness thing. And and we as men have to set the standard. We have to raise the bar. You know. So fellas, out of all the advice that we've given tonight, take that advice, and um, you know, and, 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 you know, take heed. Uh, Lewis, real quick, any last minute words of wisdom? Um, briefly, I'll give you the last word. Well, I'll just say, um, you know, with that last point, you hit the nail right on the head. And that's that's the most important thing to me is a woman who loves Christ um, because, you know, without that, you know, all kinds of confusion can come in there. So I'll just, I'll just end it by saying, ladies, you know, I hope you, you, you know, really listen. You took notes tonight because, you know, like they don't say, a lot of women say, what about the man, what about the man? Well, tonight it's not just the man because a lot of times when women talk about what about the man, it's, you all are talking about those dogs uh, that you had those bad experiences with. You aren't talking about the man that on this panel. So hopefully tonight, you know, you you listened up and and you could see that there are men out here, and we do want to love you, you know, and we do want wives. Um, so just pursue a relationship with Jesus Christ. Uh, make yourself the kind of woman that, as Badon always says, that uh, Christ. Would bless us with So hopefully just just listen to what we said tonight That's it man Well look guys I appreciate you all James, Marv, Lewis Everybody listening at home Understand that this this is This is it right here This is what you need to Be aspiring to have ladies If I don't care And I'm not putting anybody up on a pedestal But if your man If the man you're dealing with The man you're having sex with The man you're confused about Is not talking like me He's not talking like Lewis He's not talking like James He doesn't sound like Marv He doesn't treat you in the way That you guys have heard tonight There's a problem with that Okay Because what we're speaking about We're Christian men We're professional men We're successful in our own right We're all looking to love you And if you're not getting that it's like I always say, guys, never settle for less than you want or deserve. If you want help getting what you just heard for the last two and a half hours tonight, email me at dadon at trctoday.com. Call me anywhere in the world, toll free, any uh, anytime, 24 hours a day, 855-55-DADON. I do this. So many women I have given this life to, helped them achieve this life with the best possible, man. Look forward to working with you guys. Thank you for listening. Here's a little Brian McKnight describing 
what true love looks like. In fact, he calls it crazy love. I'll see you all tomorrow night. Peace. I can hear her heartbeat from a thousand miles. Hear the heavens open every time she smiles. When I come to her, that's where I belong. Yet I run into her like a river song. Give me love, 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 crazy love. Give me love, 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 crazy love. You gotta find something healing when I'm feeling low down. Yeah, when I come home to her, when the sun goes down. Yeah.
step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.